This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. It is done. Elon Musk has closed his deal. It has been reported. He said he bought the platform. There may be some subtleties and some nuance over the next uh, day or so, but uh, apparently it's done. I guess when Elon Musk walked in with the kitchen sink, that was him being like, it's mine. He showed up. There's this really funny viral photo of an angry looking Twitter employee who's like, like staring at him. But uh, it is what it is. Now, here's the big news. Tesla engineers have entered Twitter HQ to do a code review. Oh, please, please, please. I'm so excited for this. I hope whatever they got working in, 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 in the machine, all this garbage and gunk, I hope Elon just comes out and says, hey, remember when Jack Dorsey said all those things? He was lying. Here, look at this code. Look what we found. And it's like all of it comes out. But hey, hey you know, maybe, maybe he released the code and there's nothing overtly nefarious in there. But I think what we're going to see is the bias. Intentional or otherwise, they're going to be like, hey, look at these key phrases, these, these phrases that were banned or filtered or shadow banned. This is going to be interesting if... Elon Musk actually stays true to his word. So we'll talk about that. There's a lot of stories here. The left, they're fleeing to tribal social who pre-banned Donald Trump. Hilarious. They say, we don't censor anything. We just filter hate speech and fake news. And the fake news coincides with actual real news. But, you know, they can't have their narrative interrupted. So we'll talk about that. Plus, a hot mic catches Chuck Schumer saying, we're in danger. I love it. Ralph Wiggum meme. The Democrats are going to lose. And it's so bad that one Democratic consultant thinks that Ron DeSantis is going to win Miami-Dade County. That is a major urban center. Whoa. Before we get started, head over to TimCast.com. Become a member to support our work. We're going to have an awesome members-only uncensored show coming up for you tonight at 11 p.m. You don't want to miss it. And as a member, you're supporting our journalists. We've got field reporters, people on the ground covering stuff. We've got, we, we fact check all day, every day. A great team of people who are reporting on the news. And it's thanks to you we're able to keep this up. But don't forget, we got Cast Castle. We got Tales from the Inverted World. New shows coming. So smash that like button. Subscribe to this channel. Share the show with your friends. Joining us tonight to discuss this and more is Alex Brusowitz. How you doing, guys? Who Glad are you? Be here. I'm Alex Brusowitz. I like long walks on the beach. Um, Do and you really, though? No, like, I, I, I actually I, hate the beach. Uh, yeah. The sand is horrible. <laughs> um, but uh, I own a consulting company called X Strategies. We work with America First candidates all over the country. We're really looking forward to a lot of wins on November 8th. So uh, we like to uh, make America great again over here. Right on. And, and while normally uh, I would shout out the T-shirt merchant, in fact, we also have a pillow merchant. Well, actually, uh, I'm. This is Ian Crossland, as you can all tell. Um, for those of you listening on the podcast version, obviously, my voice has not changed in any way because this is definitely Ian Crossland. Get your graphene. Whoa, that was really weird. Ian just kind of like channeled my 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 mind for a second there. He's downstairs <laughs> meditating. He's downstairs, like, yeah, he's downstairs meditating, doing his uh, his. Some people do one arm push ups. He does armless push ups. I don't know if he you does, realize that, right, that Ian is able to do only that. Only when he's playing magic. Only was yeah. Well, it, it depends on what is what his mana is at the time uh but no jack Pasobic, what's up 
promo code POSO at MyPillow.com and other various sundry websites. Uh, Human Events Daily, we're just killing it over there. And uh, huge shout out to just everybody for asking me to come on. I've been trying to come on pretty much all season, but been a little busy. Just got back from Louisiana. We were up in Erie, Pennsylvania, campaigning with the great Doug Mastriano, who was fantastic here. He was cool, dude. The other yeah. night, uh, and much, much better than John Fetterman, who, as Michael Malice says, looked like if someone shaved Chewbacca. Oh, wow. No, cześć, mój kolega. Jak tam wszystko u ciebie? Jak tam u twojej rodziny? Jak się masz? No kurde po polsku nie mówię. <laughs> Welcome back. Anyway, my name is Zuknowski here. We are Change.org. A little bit of a complicated t-shirt that I have on today. It has Facebook saying I delete your post, Amazon saying I delete your books, YouTube saying I delete your videos, and then of course we have Mr. Bill Gates saying I delete you. And then underneath that is of course Elon Musk. This was this was an original shirt just with Bill Gates at the end of it. We just added Elon Musk saying I revive the deleted. If you like the shirt, you can get it on the best political shirts because you do. I am here. Kurder, dziękuję bardzo. Dziękuję. And I am Serge Dupree. Hello, guys. You know, I, I'm, I'm, it's like the one night I don't have a sponsor. Well, we don't, we, don't, we don't often do reads, and I'm like, I wish I had something because, you know, Jack's shouting out pillows, Luke's shouting out shirts, and I'm just like, we need vitamins or something. We need some kind of, like, traditional podcast boxer brief or something, but mm -hmm. I guess we don't have, so we'll just settle with, with the promo code POSO and, Boom. and, and Luke's shirts. PoliticalShirts.com. Luke's also set up his shirts in such a way that you actually have to read down lower and lower and lower. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. In order to get the joke, so there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of subliminal stuff going on there. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here's the big news from today. Elon Musk releases statement explaining Twitter purchase. Huge. Quote, it is important to the future of civilization to have a common digital town square where a range of beliefs can be debated in a healthy manner without resorting to violence. And of course, he is correct. Um, you know, he said some some interesting things there that he's, he's trying to bring people together. And I think Elon might be a little bit naive. Let me tell you guys a story. I, I recently went to, um, I was in Texas and I got to meet with a bunch of people, including uh, some confidants and uh, associates of Elon, I guess. I mean, it was a party. And so people who were there claim, claim to know him. I don't know. But there were a lot of influential people there who worked in the tech sector. And it was a big tech sector thing. And then I just, I was there and I said to my, I, I, was, I was talking to some friends and I was like, I don't think these guys understand culture at all. They very much understand technology. And that's probably why Elon wanted to buy Twitter in the first place, because he understands its power. But he does not understand the left. He really does. And I think he's relatively new to this. So Aiden Paladin on Twitter, I saw this great thing that uh, she had posted. Numerous studies show that inherent in the left, explicitly and overtly, it is dominated by greed, violence, envy, hatred. And there's numerous studies that she cited in this post showing all of these scientific studies about how that's where they're rooted. I'm not surprised. Because we get fake news, we get manipulation, we get lying, cheating, stealing. It's remarkable when, when uh, we had a commercial played today. I'm, I'm skating. We have the radio on. Well, we have Pandora on. And they just, they're lying about Dr. Oz. And I'm like, look, I don't like Oz, but it's, just, it's all lies. You know why? The defamation lawsuit cost of doing business to win an election. You lie about your opponent, you win. Eh, the PAC's got to pay a fee. That's just part of, the, part of the process. I don't think Elon Musk understands the bifurcation of culture and where this ultimately will lead to. But I will say, when it comes to this escalating conflict, the right continually being like, we will let the left speak. We just want to speak too. And we don't want to fight. We want peaceful divorce. That's when you get crushed. Yeah, when you have two sides fighting and, or, or really when you have two groups. And, and I know that there's sort of been this, 
description of American society is left versus right, left versus right, left versus right. And I don't think that's correct. I don't actually think that's right at all. I think there's the left. I think there's the right. And in the middle, you have normies. I, I Hold on. And there, no, certainly there's other groups out there. It's a spectrum, et cetera. But normies are the people who are like, not focused on politics, not focused on news 24 seven. They're not the junkies. They're not going in for that dopamine fix on Twitter or on YouTube, whatever, all the time. And so the question is, are the normies getting more and more radicalized or not? Are they getting, are they paying attention? Are they getting red pilled? But then when you have one group that says, we are going to destroy you and change all of culture to fit our needs and fit our culture and our precepts and another side that says, hey, we just wanna be left alone then it's pretty obvious which side's going to win. I, I, I want to just, I don't, I don't know if it's left, right, nor me. I used to think that. Now what I think happened is you have the left and the right, and then a weird growth on the left started to bubble up and then slopped off and has become this weird, unhinged, hateful, chaotic, destructive force that thinks it's the left and then looks at the normal world of left, right, and moderate as right wing. Mm. That's why everyone to the right of Stalin is far right. They called, did you see Jezebel called Ian Crossland a conservative commentator? I mean, he's just the most conservative guy. I mean, he's always here demanding traditional marriage, (laughs) telling people to stop getting divorced. You need to raise that baby. Now, now, they mistakenly, uh, they were referring to a quote from Seamus. But just the fact that they, they, they didn't even realize the mistake. Well, I mean, all white people look alike, so. I, to them, I suppose. But I think about that. I think about when they say, like, Tim Pool is far right, and I'm like, it's just so weird that I'm, like, this traditional liberal. And, you know, like, Jack, you're conservative. Luke, you're, you're an anarchist. Alex, I believe you're a conservative, too. And we're having civil discussion with moderate American culture-styled disagreements in, in the space and agreements. And whatever this weird left that sloughed off just doesn't believe in anything at all and the democrats try to pander to that that you you're, you're it's like it's a sludge well, monster it's also it's also that it's not that they don't believe in anything it's that that what they believe is not a political ideology what they believe is a form of political theocracy yeah, the sludge also is so effective because they move together and they're the, always the loudest people in the rooms. They're always there to, they're the, they're the mob and they try to sh- shout you down it's and fire and, and, and beat you up. And Elon is facing that daily now on Twitter. Uh, you know, before look at the photos, you saw the photos, right? When he yeah. went to see, when he went to visit Twitter today, the woman's face. Yeah. She's and like, you can hey. see the, the people that he's talking to, right? Whoever he's making eye contact with. And you can see, cause there were a variety of photos that came out, not just this one. I, I was, I haven't seen any videos yet, which is weird. Like, why do we have photos, but not video. And whenever he, He's making eye contact with someone. He's a charming guy. Obviously, he's very personable. Um, Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. They're super nice. But then when he turns, you, you always get these photos behind like. Yeah. 
I mean, I mean, I think it's also important to assess here that Elon Musk did buy Twitter because of what you guys are describing. There's a meme right. going around yeah. today of uh, uh, the dominoes falling, and one of them is the Babylon Bee calling a man a man, the, being a very small domino. <laughs> right. And then the very big domino at the end is Elon Musk walking into Twitter headquarters with a kitchen sink <laughs> yeah. in his hands. That's good, yeah. So, I, so, good. So I, I, oh, I, think, I think the letter to advertisers that Elon Musk wrote today is extremely telling. He wrote about how he was doing this for humanity. He wrote about how big tech social media is bifurcating, splintering people to the far left and the far right. He talked about echo chambers. He talks about how he wants to help humanity with this purchase. As this letter looks like he's laying the groundwork for allowing people that were previously deleted back on the platform, which is going to create some controversy. It looks like he's trying to save face from the controversy. It looks like he's setting up a situation where he's like making the argument for bringing back free speech on the platform. No, 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 hold on a minute. It, it's been reported that he closed the deal. Yeah. He's in Twitter HQ. Why isn't James O'Keefe back on the platform? No, 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 hold on. I know. Everyone immediately says, Tim, Alex Jones, Donald Trump. I'm like, I understand all of those. Those are political arguments. The argument with, say, Jones and with Trump and Carl Benjamin uh, is, you know, oh, well, uh, hate speech or whatever. And then we roll our eyes and say, that's ridiculous. James O'Keefe broke no rules. They didn't even, what was it? They said he was operating multiple accounts or some fake reason. I think they did the same thing to Milo as well. Like the first thing Elon should have done when he walked in is said like, okay, we, we seriously need to like Veritas back on the platform. Yeah, well, I, I have a, a well, feeling it's going to look a lot like the Pokemon movie when like all of the Pokemon like turned to stone. And then Ash starts crying, <laughs> and you know, all of a sudden the Pokemon come back to life. That's what Twitter's going to be like. The first like time on I've one. ever heard anyone actually make a Pokemon movie. The reference. Pokemon, well, yeah, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be an awesome scene. Yeah. Everyone's going to be moved to tears, like Wait, I was in did that they moment. Steal that from Narnia? Isn't that the end of Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe? I don't know. This this movie came out. Uh, they might have. They, they might have. But I mean, it, was, it was in the 1940s. Uh, yeah. And well, then so, uh, so, and then Mewtwo says, "I'm not a historian, I, Jack." And then Mewtwo <laughs> says, "I understand now. The exactly. circumstances uh, of one's birth does not define you." Okay. Okay, exactly. Stop, stop nerding out. Wait, here. let's talk about, let's James, let's O'Keefe, talk about wait, is James O'Keefe Mewtwo or is Alex Jones Mewtwo? No, I think uh, James I think, O'Keefe is like probably the guy just standing there filming what's going on. They kicked out. He's out. probably Jack Dorsey. He's the, he's the he's camera asked, guy yeah. for Jack the, Dorsey's Mewtwo. No, oh, no that's, po- <laughs> no, that's okay. Pokemon Snap. That's okay, different. Stop it. Stop it. We have to talk about what's really going on here. Now, now TMZ is reporting that that Elon Musk is officially. Uh, a buyer of Twitter. But from the reports that I'm looking at right now, the bank accounts are still sending the money uh, to uh, all the people that are the shareholders. They're still in the process of that. I didn't get paid. And Elon Musk. Where's my money, Elon? Again, I mean, he's known for doing rash things, but I think in this huge billion dollar investment that that is taking away a a quarter of his entire wealth. I I think he's going to be smart, but also slow. I think he's going to be looking at what happened, looking at each case individually. And and I think if anyone's going to be reinstated first, I think it's going to be the Babylon Bee. Oh, for sure. sure. I, I, I think, you know, so I have 22 shares with Twitter and I see the price at like 54 bucks now. It's like 53 or something. They're, they're delisting it from the New York Stock Exchange, which basically confirms the deal's done. And uh, Elon, I want my money. Look, Where's right? my money? I'll tell you what. I will only accept the money in the form of you coming here personally and sitting down and then, you know, handing the cash while the show is on, of course. So, so tomorrow at 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern time is the only time I'm accepting the cash. So there's a love to see you. There's a line and I'm, I'm going to paraphrase it from Machiavelli's The Prince, um, you know, 500 years old. but Everybody remembers it. 
where he says that if a prince must commit atrocities, he should commit them early. <laughs> <laughs> and and so I, I always kind of think of that, that Elon has this sort of period right now where what I'm calling for, don't do this piecemeal, this like set up some system. Of, well, we'll do this one. We'll do Babylon. We'll do no blanket amnesty. Yeah. At, overturn every single permanent ban on Twitter. Make everyone when they come back, they hold on, hold on. They have to redo their terms of service. They have to sign up again. They have to go through the process. They have to follow it. But my point is release the release the prisoners of war from the great meme war of 2015, 2016 immediately. No, no, and no. let my people go. Hold on, hold on. There is a challenge there. There are a lot of accounts that were permanently banned for things we would agree they should be banned for. Like graphic images of kids or uh, just- Well, you, you set up a system where if, if it's not something that's directly criminal, for example, um, but there, as, there, as Elon has said, you know, but if, I, but it, if it's on the First Amendment, then I'm going to let it on. I, I do think there are, I, I agree mostly, I do. I, I just think it has to be, it can't be a blanket. It has to be a, probably a large analysis. They need to be able to go and look at however they went about banning them and like, if it, anyone banned for saying learn to code, reinstated instantly. Well, for example, we already know. Through, Any hate speech ban. We know through the Missouri lawsuit with uh, A.G. Schmidt that they were banning people at the behest of the NIH. They were ba yeah. banning people yep. on the behest of uh, the Calif White House. California, the White House. Um, D.C. Drano got banned because of the state of California. We know that. Um, see what I'm thinking of. Alec Berenson. Alec Berenson was able to get his account back because he pointed out that Twitter instituted this three strike law for COVID-19 and then they didn't even follow their own three strikes, which also gets to my point because that's contract law that right. you need to fix the terms of service. But kind of take the, the discussion back up a little bit. I, I think that what you said at the beginning really is the biggest part here. The fact that these Tesla coders are coming in, the let's, engineers let's, are looking at this. Let's pull it up. I mean, this is Neo inside the matrix now. Me, here's a story from Bloomberg. Tesla engineers visit Twitter office to review code for Musk. Well, there you go. I mean, that's the news. This is huge. Bum, bum, bum. So um, I, I, I think this is why Vijay Gade was crying <laughs> when the news broke that Elon was buying the platform because I wonder who's going to prison. Well, I think wow. people should certainly be held accountable and face serious consequences for what Twitter did, especially during the 2020 election, uh, you know, leading up to the 2020 election when they censored the Hunter Biden story and they started banning all the conservative accounts. And out of nowhere, they banned political advertising without giving people really much of a heads and, up. And there should be some real life consequences for this. Facebook, yeah. by the way, has just been ordered to pay $24.7 million yes. to the state of Washington because they didn't uh, release all the information behind their political advertisements. Now, imagine what we're going to see if we're going to actually see anything. Because again, at, at the end of the day, we also have to start thinking about this this way. This is Elon Musk's new product. Will he release information that makes this product look bad? That's another question that I think we should be asking ourselves. It could make it look good. Look, because it's all you're also looking if, at if, a regime if, change. If Elon comes in right now and says just right at the gate. So when they testified before Congress about these three things, they lied. Here's the proof in their code. I, I wonder who then, you know, if they, if they I, don't, I don't know if they testified under oath or whatever, probably not, but that'll be huge. Make Twitter look as bad as possible. And that's, that's the right move. You know why? Because then if in two years you only make it look a little bit better, it looks a lot better. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. When, when, uh, when Chairman Mao died in 1976, 
Um, the party, the Chinese Communist Party, of course, they have their new emperor now. But at the time, they realized they had to cr- they had to kind of find a way to maintain the legitimacy of the party in the face of the Cultural Revolution. And 15 million people have been killed. Every school, every university in the entire country shut down. Families turned against family. It's abject chaos going on across the entire country. So they have to find some way to say, okay, we can still be in power. We have to maintain the brand, but we have to separate from this. So what do they do? They blamed it on his wife. <laughs> and three of her friends, they called him the Gang of Four. They arrested yeah. the wife. Then she commits suicide in prison. Um, and and then Deng Xiaoping and the party go off and, and say, well, now that we've taken care of that, everything's fine. Take a look at this. In the story, they say Twitter's engineers can no longer make changes to code as of noon in uh, San Francisco. The people wow. said it's part of Froze an effort to out. ensure that nothing about the product changes ahead of the deal closing. So the people who declined to be named, come on, they had months to figure out how to cover their tracks and, and bury the evidence, right? They probably called in Hillary Clinton and be like, Hillary Clinton, you got experience with this. Bad <laughs> bleach pit, bleach pit. Bring, bring the bleach, please. Or, bring or, the hard drive, please. I mean, this is, this is bring the rag. If, if Seamus is listening, we got one for you. Elon is going to buy the platform and, and then Vijaya Gaudi starts crying. What do we do? They're going to get the evidence. And then they hear a doorbell ring and they open the door and it's Hillary Clinton with like six hammers in her belt. And she's like, let's go. And, <laughs> and sunglasses smashing. on. Yeah, yeah smashing everything with hammers. Uh, and for those that don't know, it's because the Clinton campaign smashed their phones with hammers thinking that would actually stop someone from collecting the data. But, you know. Whatever. And when I, she was asked at one point about wiping her server, her illegal email server that she had in her uh, bathroom. She said, it was in wipe. A bathroom? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. She said, wipe? You mean like with a rag? Yes. And then I love when NBC News, Trump said she, she acid washed her server. It was like, fact check, false. <laughs> Hillary Clinton did not use a corrosive you, wait, substance. Wait, you remember how they caught the guy on, on Reddit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you remember yeah, the, the whole story? He was so, bragging about it. He, well, no, no, no. He wasn't just bragging. He didn't know how to do it. He said, how do I remove a very, very VIP from some emails? And I'd also like to point out that yesterday was the six-year anniversary of Hillary Clinton's happy birthday to yes. the future president tweet. Yes. Uh, the tweet that will forever live in infamy. One of the greatest tweets ever, in my opinion. I just like to sometimes play that video where she's sitting in the chair and she's like, you can be the candidate, you can be the nominee, and it can be stolen from you. And then I'm just like, ah, oh, see. Well, she doubled down on those uh, elect- being an election denier a couple days ago. She said that right-wing extremists are already starting to steal the 2024 election. And, you know, oh, yeah. I just got subpoenaed and went through a year and a half of, you know, hell for questioning the legitimacy of the 2020 election with evidence backing it up. You know, is the Republican Congress going to subpoena Hillary Clinton for sowing distrust in the 2024 election already? So, you know, the Wicked Witch is re- refusing to but go away. But by the away. way... Look, listen to these fra- these phrases that we're using now: sowing distrust, raising questions, uh, misinformation. None of there's no law backing up any of these things. There's this isn't a legal basis. The legal basis in the United States is something called freedom of speech. Did you see the Veritas? And that's thing? where the sludge comes from. You see the Project Veritas release yeah. that said, uh, yeah. that they're tracking misinformation as an election crime, and they define it as accidental, like false information it's like a mistake so it's like i mean there used to be an old joke and i'm not going to say it but the this old joke that you know they would say republicans vote on and then they would use a different day of the week than election day or you could change it and say democrats vote on a different you, you see what i'm saying yeah and that would be this a, idea that a oh, memer, a memer got arrested for that there was a there was a guy who was well we just saw uh, of over over a draft meme and he was arrested horrible. and charged claiming you know this this meme campaign that was done in 2016 it was i believe it started on 4chan and um, I forgot the guy's name off the top of my head. 
but uh, his real name, not his, his, his Twitter name. And he was arrested for creating a meme saying that Hillary Clinton wanted to draft our daughters. That's really? it. That that's was horrible. And then meanwhile, like you said, like you mentioned at the beginning of the show, you have, you know, Fetterman that's oh, yeah, running yeah. lies and lies and well, lies it's, about it's probably, Dr. Oz. No, it's probably PACs. Well, PACs that are aligned with Fetterman oh, that no, no, are no. heavily funded by hold the on, Democrat Party. I, I did see a commercial where he said, I approve this message. Right. So these people, Doug, Douglas Mackey, the, by the way. these, Douglas Mackey. yeah, Douglas Mackey, he's got a great uh, legal defense fund. If you guys want to check that out, uh, just Google his name. I'm, uh, I'm sure you guys can find that. But uh, it's horrible what's happening to. But John Fetterman can r- run these ads that are are knowingly lies, and they put millions of dollars behind them. And John Fetterman, like you said, will probably just get a little fine or a slap on the wrist. But Douglas Mackey has a draft meme, and now he's facing prison time. A draft? Oh, right, the draft. It, it draft was in his draft, meme. right? You know, and so it, it's uh, it's just BS, and and it's wrong, and so I think that whoever the next Republican president is, I hope it's, I believe it's going to be Donald J. Trump, but I would like to see him pardon Douglas Mackey for this, and uh, we How do can't you, look, we can't send for memers I, for to once prison. I agree with Megyn Kelly, by the way, on on her take on the primary. Well, that's that, about DeSantis. Uh, just her take on where the Republican Party is, the Republican base. And then she was in this um, interview with, I think it was Dave Rubin. And he was asking her, do you think Sanders is going to get it? Do you think Trump's going to get it? And she said, it's it's going to be Trump. And right, there's right, no right. question. I saw that. She, and I think she's right. And then Trump posted it on Truth Social. Uh, and now yep. it's gone like nuclear. That's right. Yeah, basically saying, she said, uh, DeSantis is, is made by Trump, basically. Everybody knows it. DeSantis knows it. DeSantis needs Trump, his endorsement, so there's no way he runs against them. It's true. And, yeah. you know, it's not like, I mean, DeSantis goes viral on Twitter, but at the end of the day, he doesn't have the people's support all th- across the country. Only 6% of Ron DeSantis' donations come from small dollar donors. You know, he's got 500 mega donors, including, you know, Chicago billionaire Ken Griffin that has given he, he, him like 140 million bucks. And so, like, we need a president for the people, not by Wall Street. We talked about when Trump said to lock up the journalist until they give up their sources. And, uh, you, you know, it's, it's a very bad thing. It's kind of scary, but everyone laughs and cheers about it. Trump supporters are happy. I just think people need to realize these these Democrats, most of the influential figures. Here, here's here's I'll, let me slow down on the left. Prominent political figures are journalists. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. On the right, prominent political figures are just... Us. Yeah. Ran- <laughs> like random, disparate voices. Some, work are, some are consultants. Some are politicians. Some work in media. Some are journalists. But the left's loudest voices are like activists and journalists. Maggie Haberman, right. Rachel Maddow, Joy so, Reid, Taylor Lorenz. So, Taylor yes. Lorenz yeah. so when Trump says, take the person who's writing and lock him up, and then they soon are going to find out they're going to be someone's boyfriend, they'll spill the beans. Who in this case, people, by the way, would be Josh Gerstein from Politico. But people cheer for this. And the Democrats are like, oh, it's so horrifying. And I'm like, yeah, you know, the thing is, regular Americans despise the media so much. And this poll after poll shows it that you are not earning any favors by in, by coming after Trump for this. Uh, Greg Gianforte body slammed a journalist when he was running for right. Congress. Um, and they said, oh, he's going to lose. This is terrible. This is terrible. Not only did he win the congressional race, he's now the governor of Montana. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, so yeah, uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> because people read, really read despise the, room. the media. Just, just read the room. It's kind of scary. I don't like it, but uh, the media is such despicable, evil garbage. I mean, just do this. That being said, there's other ways to find that leaker a, than that. Af, a lot. Of sure, it, sure. So. <laughs> there's better ways to find the leaker. But yeah, after uh, Trump, learn about coloring the water. I mean, I'm surprised. Art of War stuff. But after the Fetterman Oz debate. Google search Dr. Oz, all hit pieces, every single one of them. And I'm just like, this is this is insane. I even yeah. saw someone pointing out that if you go to YouTube, it's actually hard to find the full debate that if it you're is, looking for it is unless you go to the uh, official to YouTube channel like, of the news organization that did wow. it. So I think they they went against all the other channels. But YouTube is deleting a lot of videos. By what the if way. you set it by length and say, like, can't, can't you do like 20 minutes plus or something? I haven't seen it anywhere, and I've heard those videos be deleted. Wow. So you're talking about the Google searches uh, only being negative Oz stories. but Or pro-Fetterman. You know, during, during that uh, debate, right after that debate, Google searches for how do I change my vote were off the charts wow. in Pennsylvania. So the people watch that debate. Yeah. They're like, look, they lied to me. They said John Fetterman had some sort of functioning brain. It was evident that he didn't. And so now the people that, you know, maybe they voted for him early, they want to vote for Dr. Imagine Oz being now. Connor Lamb right now and they're thinking that you lost to this guy. Uh, you know, Which keep in mind, the Democrat, and this, this, is, this is why, you have to look, keep in mind, the relationship between Democrats and media has always been like this, right? They were able to hide up the fact that FDR couldn't walk for right. years. They would prop him up. But the point about Fetterman that I want to make is this. He had that stroke a week before the primary. This was not recent. They this kept was it a before secret. they kept it a secret. And at one point, he was posting videos as if he was in these rallies and holding events while he was in the hospital. Wow. Nobody in media called him out on this in Pennsylvania. Let's, let, let's pull up this tweet real quick, and we'll talk about this from uh, MSNBC. God bless. They you. write, disabled Americans have the right to be represented and most importantly to work. And that includes working for the U.S. government. So we've gone from he's not disabled to he is disabled. And that means he has a right to work for the government in the span of what, 12 hours? I mean, it's a big leap. Very this quickly. isn't like like, OK, so like Greg Abbott's in a wheelchair. That's when I hear disabled. That's kind of what I think about when, when someone's got neurological damage like Fetterman when they can't actually. And by the way, who was the uh, who was the MSNBC journalist who they went after her like crazy? She was 100 percent. She's Dasha, 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 Dasha. Yeah, Dasha Burns. She was the and only one News, who told the MSNBC. truth. OK, she was the only one who told the truth. She and not the enough. only person. And and she was attacked for it. She was excoriated for it. And she was proven 100 percent. What correct. did she say? She that, said that she, this guy can't hold a conversation without the use of these computer. <laughs> I want to I want to tell you, it is not an auditory issue. They're lying. And I can give you one, I can cite an easy example from the debate that proves it is actually cognitive impairment when he said, hi, good night, everyone. Yeah. Now, hold on. Yeah. He didn't accidentally say goodbye. What happened was his brain understands that evening and night are, are synonymous, but it didn't understand that good night and good evening are opposites. Right. That is cognitive impairment. Like his brain was able to recall the word and then said the wrong one in that context. That is cognitive impairment. So when, you know, and, and we've been discussing this. So have you heard what, what Bannon did over on War Room to cover this? No. What did he so do? this is hilarious. Um, but it's, it's very insightful as well. 
So he's been really, really focused on transhumanism and this whole idea of man-machine merger. And so he's taken his transhumanist editor, Joe Allen, and he sent him up to Pennsylvania to cover Fetterman as the world's first cyborg candidate. <laughs> because when you look at it, this, this is like a prototype that they're trying to roll out. Now, obviously, the tech isn't quite there yet, but they're trying to see if they can get away with actually hooking someone's mind up to a computer and then running them as a candidate. And my question is, now, we saw this with closed captioning. Are they going to come out next and say, well, you know, it's really not fair to only give him the closed captioning. We should be able to give him multiple choice answers that the computer feeds him, you know, based on uh, position statements and policy papers or, that he can choose from. Or we get to the point where they they wheel in on a hospital bed a totally paralyzed person who's just not moving. And then it rolls up and there's like a, a an electrode going into the, the brainstem. Hello, I am John Fetterman. I am running for Senate. Vote for me. Why not just That's make it really done. obvious and get a mannequin and a puppet? Which By the way, that was much better than your Elon Musk. I, I think that would be more... Uh, <laughs> I said that was much better than your Elon Musk. Oh, yeah? The computer... That was robot, actually pretty good. Robot voice. I, Elon Musk is kind of hard to impersonate. It's very hard to impersonate. Yeah. They're all puppets. Well, I mean, you're, I mean in, in, this case, in this case, yeah. right, this is why the, the regime wants people like Fetterman, like Joe Biden, because they don't want someone up there who's actually asking questions. They don't want someone up there who's got you know, like, like, look at Blake Masters, right? You put Blake Masters in a room, that guy's going to be asking yeah. questions. He's going to yeah. say, how does this work? Where does the money come from? All this. Fetterman's going to say, Green, yes, yes. Schumer, what do you want? Yes. And, and that's it. That's all he's going to do. My favorite part of the Fetterman debate was when he said, quote, I want to look every woman in Pennsylvania straight in the face. And that was the sentence. <laughs> Could you imagine how terrifying that would be for the yeah. women of Pennsylvania? Yeah, my mom's like, not down for that. I would, <laughs> I would, if, definitely you know, I'm running the ass campaign. I, I'm running that quote just over Fetterman's face over, like over and over again. I don't know when he just randomly seconds. yelled out Doug Mastriano. You're all a Doug Mastriano. <laughs> but yeah, he did. Like, like, but but my, my favorite okay. quote of the night was when asked about whether he supported fracking or not. He said, yeah. I support fracking and I don't, I don't, and I support fracking, and I support fracking. So here's my uh, analysis. Wait, this is my analysis. So wait, 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 no, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. He said, I support fracking, okay, that's it, that's positive. And I don't, I don't, that's two negatives. But then he said, and I support fracking, and I support fracking. So when you add those together, you get one statement of I support fracking. So he does support fracking. So, because the question news, was. He doesn't support fracking. For the fact checkers, he doesn't support frac fracking. I because that was, the, that was the question, was that they, they pointed out, they were like, John, we have you on record a couple of years ago saying that you don't support fracking. We have this, this, uh, you know, was it a letter that he signed, open letter that he signed, pledging to ban fracking from a couple of years ago. He's going to. And they said, well, John, can you explain this? And my take on it was, so like, oh, you're a consultant, right? Let's say you're working for Fetterman. You know that question's coming up at the debate. You know that fracking is so important. Mastriano was, was in this very room talking about how we got to build pipelines to Erie, pipelines to Philadelphia, fracking all over the place, Marcella Shale, et cetera. So you know this is coming up and the people of Pennsylvania want it. You would have had a prepared and some kind of way to deal with this. And it seemed to me like it was sort of like his, he went, okay, mind search for answer. And he just, it just came up this glaring 404 error, 404 error. But he knew that the answer was that he had to say that he supported it. So he just straight up went with it. Well, if I was Fetterman's consultant, there's no way in hell I would have let that guy on stage. Like, <laughs> well, I'm not saying you. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. You know like, what I mean. totally. That, that just sunk the race. And there was polling that came out uh, today uh, 
an October 25 poll and it had Oz up three. And that was before the debate. And so it's not going to it's not going to end well here for um, the first cyborg candidate. Uh, I think it was a failed experiment. And World's they should, first. World's first. They should they should shut this this program down. Which party will win the U.S. Senate election in Pennsylvania in 2022? Take a look at that. I mean, there you go. The biggest loser of this all we should, is Connor Lamb. And I think that's seriously. That's un, like we, we don't talk about that enough. Look, look I, at that right there. That's the debate. You know, Connor, when Connor Lamb first won, you know, what was that 2016 or 2014, Jack? It was 18. Well, he, he was basically like, this is the next boy wonder. This is our next Obama. And he loses to John Fetterman. Well, because he was one of those. He was like the blue dog Democrat. Yeah. Right. He yeah. was one of those because he, he was uh, he was a Marine, right? Uh, so he's a Marine. He was in Western Pennsylvania. He beats Keith Rothfuss. So a guy who was in like a Trumpy area of Pennsylvania, but is able to pick up those sort of they call them the Reagan Democrats. You might have to start calling them the Trump Democrats now. But he's able to win them over by saying, hey, I'm a Democrat, but I'm not as I'm not part of the slime and the sludge. Right. Yeah. But the problem is their primary base for the entire state of Pennsylvania wants that uh, and doesn't like somebody who served in the military. I mean, like a, like a colonizer and a murderer and a baby killer and all right. these things. And so they reject him. He's sitting there cooling his heels now, having to watch this entire debacle day in, day out. They like a mo- they like uh, John Fetterman, the man who chased down that unarmed black man with a shotgun. When he was the mayor of that that small town, I think he just wants to. That was insane. He defended yeah. it. Yeah, he defended it. They knew what, what, what that was about. Like, I, I knew what that like, was about. Yeah, <laughs> what the? He was. Yeah. I was keeping things safe or something like yeah, that. I was or? just keeping everyone in my town. They understood what that was about, and I like. Yeah, I mean, I think we all understand what that was about, John. <laughs> wow, man. It, it ain't. But have you seen the? So my, this is my take. They want to switch him out. They want to switch him out. This is what they want to do. They want to set it up, and the state of Pennsylvania. We've already got some issues on this. And, and Luke, you mentioned a little bit um, before the show, but they've already said they're talking. The secretary of state, acting secretary of state, Lee Chapman, is now saying, well, we may have a, a, a bit of a delay after election right, night. Yeah. And the state Republicans now have already put forward a letter saying, why did you send out a quarter of a million mail-in ballots without verifying the identity of the people you were sending them to first, the way you're supposed to under Pennsylvania state law? That's a huge red flag. And now you're in a situation where if if Shapiro wins and Fetterman wins, Fetterman, I, I guarantee you, will not serve a day in the Senate. And Shapiro will pick someone, or actually Tom Wolf will probably just pick someone in the lame duck session. And my money would be on the wife, on Giselle. Yeah. Republicans need to sue in Pennsylvania right now to demand an election day limit. That's it. You do not count ballots after election day. The Constitution prescribes a single day for the election. Sue now. And then, you know, because I, I think the Supreme Court's still Democrat leaning. If if in Pennsylvania, in Pennsylvania, yeah, if it gets rejected, you can cite that and appeal and be like, hey, hey, we started this fight before the election. Keeping with that, the United States Supreme Court has a ruling out on Pennsylvania when it comes to this, because Pennsylvania was saying, hey, we'll accept your ballots even if they're undated, even if they're undated, whereas everyone knows, no, that's that's not how that works. It has to be signed, has to be dated, correct mailing address, verified identity, all of it. That's Pennsylvania state law. Pennsylvania Secretary of State says, no, go ahead and send those in undated. And the Pennsylvania Attorney General, who is Josh Shapiro, who is running for governor, could not care less. And so they've come out at the state of Pennsylvania level saying, 
We don't care what the United States Supreme Court says. We'll accept the ballots either way. And here's the problem. Once you separate that ballot from the secrecy envelope, once you separate it from the outer envelope and put that ballot in, there's no identifying information on it. It's going to go right in with all the other ballots. You know what I just realized about Fetterman's cognitive impairment is that it, 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 it works out really, really well if you think about it. Most people didn't watch that debate. Now, what can you do? If Fetterman is asked a question, right? So uh, actually, Jack, let's let's play. Ask right. me if I support fracking. Uh, uh, Tim, do you do you support fracking? I absolutely support fracking, but I don't support fracking. Next question. And wait, now here's what you do. Wait, but you just no. Wait, I, I that, but, you, that, but you, you heard my answer because now my campaign can take both clips right, right. and send the I support to the areas where it's big and uh -huh. the I oppose to the urban centers and you get them all. But you were so articulate, like Fetterman can't say it like that. No, like, I know. I'm saying think about what he's yeah. discovered on accident, right? <laughs> so now you're going to have future candidates being like, I believe we should be raising taxes on the wealthy. Well, we I also believe taxes. we should be cutting taxes on our on our principal job creators. Now, now Mr. Fetterman, what, what's your what's your stance on abortion, Mr. Fetterman? I am absolutely pro-choice and I believe abortion is wrong and I am pro-life. Now, what about these? What about these these child uh, gender transitions? What I 100 percent support gender affirming care for children. And I believe the state should not allow doctors to perform child sex change. Right, final surgery. question, final question. Second Amendment, Second Amendment, Mr. Lieutenant Governor. I support the Second Amendment rights of all of the people in this state, in this country. And I think we need swift gun control and gun reform to prevent violent offenders <laughs> and people who should not have guns from having them, which means a ban on large capacity magazines and assault weapons. And then you just clip whatever you need for Bingo! the social media exactly. audience you can that you want to micro target. You can feel free to use that one for in the future politicians. You know, I, I may have been, I, I, I may be hitting gold here, right? I kind of feel like they're but already Fetterman, doing that. Fetterman gets the credit. Fetterman, Fetterman. Well, I mean, with with Hillary Clinton putting on the fake accent and AOC doing it. Yeah, that's, what, that's what politicians do anyway. They tell yeah. you what they the yeah. people want to hear. They lie. They they make promises they can't keep. They say, yeah, I support this if enough people want it. And then when yeah. they get into office, they go to all the lobbyists. They go to all the multinational corporations and bankers. And they're like, just tell me what to do. They're like, okay. And they carry out those orders, screwing yep. you over. Yeah, that Second Amendment impression you just did sounded like just like John Cornyn, senator from Texas. You Is know? that what he did? Oh, a, my a, gosh. Great state of texas they love their guns they're so proud of their great two well, up until this last and, convention and then you have a guy named john cornyn who gets elected says i'm gonna defend your 2a and then you have the republican senator from texas that's tapped by mitch mcconnell to negotiate with the democrats a bill to take away the second amendment rights of the american citizens all right, he, all right, he got right. booed off the stage now if i was stages on convention if, yeah. if i was running and i was on a debate stage ask me if i support the second amendment Wait, are you Tim or are you Fetterman? Now? I'm me. I'm me. <laughs> Tim, do you support the Second Amendment? I do. And if elected, I will work to repeal all gun control laws as all of them are unconstitutional. That includes the NFA. Booyakasha. And I want to make sure everyone here is fully aware that I believe the Second Amendment protects your right to keep nuclear weapons and biological weapons as well. <laughs> Next question. Shall not Max check the Wuhan doctrine. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, 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 I'm dead serious. You want to amend the Constitution by all means amend the Constitution. There's a process for it. I get your point. But the right to keep and bear arms included cannons and warships. Right. And still does. 
This is when I said this, and like all the lefties got really mad. They were like, "Tim, no, ca- people cannons have nukes. are not illegal. You can. They're not illegal, but not only that, it is private companies that have all of these bu- these weapons anyway. It is it is private firms that are funding bioweapons. It is private companies that are making nukes and other bombs. It's not like it's just the government that has nukes. These people don't understand what's going on. Yeah, the, uh, the U.S. government went to Echo Health Alliance, and they're like, "Please give us your notes about what you were doing at the Wuhan Institute right before the coronavirus outbreak." And Echo Health Alliance said, "Screw you." We're a private entity. We could do what we Boom. want. We're not giving you those notes. And they didn't. Boom. So so who do you think makes the nuclear weapons? It's like, do people think that the government right now has like an arms division of scientists that are manufactured like and a manufacturing base that's making nuclear yeah. weapons? Or the bioweapons. Or the artificial uh, intelligence Hunter weapons. Biden. Or the latest next technology that we don't even know about that could wipe out humanity. But but in, in, a, in a pragmatic sense, when you're looking at some of these companies, if this were Russia or China, we would automatically define these companies as extensions of the government. Right. And so when it comes to the United States, we play this this game that, oh, these are private entities. Even if look at a company like Boeing, right? This is a company where, by and large, it's obviously an extension of the U.S. government. When you look at some of the way that even big tech, the way that a lot of big tech works because they've been given so many deals, because they clearly work with government at a very high level, which we've seen in lawsuit after lawsuit, that it's it's kind of silly for us to say, oh, these are completely separate from government when they obviously have so much connective tissue. Let's, let's pull up this next story. This was crazy this morning. So uh, New York Post employee responsible for vile and repre- reprehensible content on the website and Twitter accounts. This looked like a hack at first. No one say based. No one say based Don't in say the it. chat. No one well, say Well, in it. reference to the school one specifically, the rest of them were kind of freaky. But there, there was one post where they said to, to arrest the teachers unions or, or something. But here, here's the story. Uh, this morning, you know, I'm preparing my segment. I usually record around nine or so. And then all of a sudden I see the New York Post tweet out a, a call to, to end the life of a particular politician. I'm trying to be very careful because this is crazy stuff. And that apparently Ben Shapiro wrote it. And uh, it was taken down within a few minutes. It was archived. A bunch of other posts popped up where there were calls for death on many other politicians. And then one of them that you're referring to, Jack, said to arrest teachers unions. And you were like, OK, well, you know, case by case. Basically. case by- <laughs> yeah. I think there was. But, some- but it turns out to have been a rogue employee. I think there was, was some- not actually Chris. Rufo yeah, I think no. there were some right. real stories mixed in with some of the fake ones, because I'm reading this one. This one. The seems- headlines were fake. This one seems. Well, this headline seems real. Man shoved eight inch deodorant can up his butt, left it in there for three weeks. And it's a picture of Adam Kinzinger. No, like, no, 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 no. That, no. That's no. not part see, of it. See, uh, the, see that the, the trick be- here is the headline was real, but that wasn't actually Adam Kinzinger. Ah, oh, the, fo- the photo you got, you got, you, you, you got could see his photo on it. Fake news. Right. right, so a lot of memes started getting made that ah, people may so have that thought. wasn't Adam. Kin- like I felt, I thought that was actually legit of Adam Kinzinger, but I guess I'm wrong. I, I someone put his picture there. They put his picture there, right? But the yeah. problem is now is that when you look at some of the crazy news that's come out just in the last 48 hours, you're like, wait, is this another hack or is this a real one now? Yeah, the Adam Kinzinger one had me believed. Yeah, but that one was from a long time ago. I think it was was like September or something. The real story. But this is uh, a rogue employee did this. And the question is, why? Why? Were they Democrat? I mean, to me, honestly, and and I don't have any inside info on this, um, but and I do know people at the post, but um, uh, I, I think this is probably just like a work related thing. Um, seems to me like somebody was just disgruntled at work, had access. But it was overwhelmingly and... right wing targeting the left. But and, and as you see, Hochul's campaign is using it as legitimate. Yeah. So, so let me just stress this. 
Ka- uh, Hochul's campaign. So you're saying it's a left wing guy who did it? I think, or, or it's right. politically motivated. Ka- uh, Kathy Hochul, right? Am I getting her name yeah. wrong? Yeah, yeah Hochul. Hochul had so, to know that it would be their, their campaign. Caught. Tweeted out that what the New York Post said, the vile, violent misogyny was wrong, and they must answer for it. And it was like, yo, guy, they said they were hacked. Yeah. Like it, nobody believed it was real. But here, I said this this morning when it happened. There's going to be evil Democrats who know it's BS, but know they can mm. use it to lie to their constituents, 100%. and they're doing it. 100%. Well, that goes to it's what you're saying flag. earlier, right? That if someone only sees this headline came up from the New York Post, and then here's Governor Hochul, who's someone that I trust and believe because I'm a liberal Democrat, and she's saying that it was real, and now I hear some crazy Republican like Alex Bruzewitz or Jack Posobiec, well, I'm not going to believe Did them. this dude get paid? Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Because I'll tell you right now. Wow, yeah. That right now, they can run an attack ad saying, in a shocking New York Post headline, Ben Shapiro called for. Right. And exactly. then, because it's a fact. It is a fact. According the to the pub- New York Post. The New York Post published this. And so the only thing Ben can do is sue the New York Post for damages because right. they're the ones who said it. That means every single political action committee can now use all of those headlines and say, in a shocking New York Post article, Republicans called for violence against Joe Biden. They'll say it. And you can't sue him now. Congratulations. We'll see if it goes that far. I mean, if it does, I think it will be called out automatically. I would call it out. No, I think bro, everyone bro, bro. common sense. Hochul is actually claiming it yeah, was wow. it was real, and they're saying do the New York have, Post. Do we have her statements? Yeah, yeah the, we're good and to the see statement came out really fast. Here we go. Look, yeah. Jen Goodman says the New York Post has long fostered an ugly, toxic conversation on their front pages and social accounts, but these posts are more disgusting and vile than usual. The New York Post needs to immediately explain how this reprehensible content was made public. While the Post has made its preferences very clear in the New York governor's race, there is no room for this violent, sexist rhetoric in our politics. We demand answers. This was pre-planned. Yeah. I mean, I'm, so, I'm sorry. The, that, the employee like was that, paid off. That yeah. seems like that was, look, they know that, like, you know, we've talked about Shapiro in, in Pennsylvania, <clears throat> but you look at New York, Lee Zeldin has been up in like three of the last four polls that I've seen in New York State. Uh, Hochul, who was a, a, a candidate, that an incumbent that nobody actually voted for, looks like she's going to lose to Zeldin. And I think she should, by the way. Zeldin would be a fantastic governor for New York. Um, I, I pray for the people of New York that, that they'll be able to be represented by him in Albany. But the idea that they would have this statement already pre-planned. And the New York Post said they were hacked 45 minutes before they put it up. I mean, this is crazy. They knew what they were doing. Because, because, because look, at, look at what the implication is there. The implication is that these are the things that the New York Post wishes it could write. You know, because there's always that, that hit on, on people that are conservatives, people on the right, et cetera, where they'll say, well, we know what you really mean. We know what that's a dog whistle. Yeah. So this is like, <laughs> Ameri- this is like America them. first is a dog whistle. Yeah, it's a dog whistle. Right, right, right. Fascism. Globalist is a slur. Yeah. Right. Globalist is a slur. It's anti-Semitic right. now, they say. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So just say internationalist. So is, so is Alzheimer's Adolf. I got called anti-Semitic for that one recently. <laughs> but uh, but I had some rabbis on Twitter that came to my defense, and they said, Alex is a great friend of the Jewish people. So I use Alzheimer's Adolf still. I just say internationalist. 
Nationalist and internationalist. There you go. And it's so... I just say globalist. <laughs> immediately explain our question. Because look at what they're saying. Toxic conversation on their front pages and social accounts. Yep. More disgusting and vile than usual. But the implication there being that all of the content of the New York Post is disgusting and vile. That's and, right. and again, what did we have exactly two years ago was an article written by the New York Post that was censored resoundingly. Alex, you just spoke about this. And it was Hunter Biden's laptop. And that was broken mm -hmm. by the exact yep. same newspaper as the one that was targeted today. Yep. Yeah, that's a good point. And they were censored on big tech social media Everywhere. for sharing their story. Everywhere. That, that, according to many polls, would have changed the election. Yeah. But that story was, was shunned. The federal intelligence agencies intervened and told big tech social media companies this story could be connected to Russian uh, disinformation campaigns. And if you know yeah. what's good for you, you're not going to post this story. Remember, Mark Zuckerberg yeah. said they visited him. They visited yep. Mark Zuckerberg and told him yeah. that, that there was going to be Russian disinformation, be disinformation which specific, specifically to this story, when the FBI knew for a fact after interviewing Tony Babalinsky that it wasn't a Russian disinformation story. They knew it was true well, they and had, had verified laptop. it with Tony. And yeah. they already had the laptop they, they in their possession. Yeah, they interviewed Hunter Biden's business partner who came there and verified that the laptop was real and they still went around the big tech social media company saying, don't run this. Yeah. Jack, That's crazy. They went and arrested, what was it, 12 pro-lifers? Yeah. Because you're not legally allowed to protest at abortion clinics. But when the protesters showed up at the Supreme Court Justice's homes, which is also illegal, they did nothing. Mm -hmm. uh, not just protesters showing up at illegal at our uh, uh, Supreme Court Justice homes, Tim. They had an actual Antifa psychopath who showed up outside. Uh, it was Kavanaugh's house, right? Yeah, with the gun. They did Kavanaugh's arrest him house with him. a gun. They arrested him after he turned himself in by calling his sister and then calling 911. Right. He was there with zip ties with a backpack, with duct tape. I believe he wanted to capture, potentially torture Kavanaugh and his family, his daughters. Uh, and he said specifically that this was because of the Dobbs decision and because of his Second Amendment positions. He flew all the way from California to do this, which very interested to how, we, how he purchased the weapons, et cetera. But when Alito came out recently and said the Dobbs leak led to assassination threats, MSNBC and their viewers were attacking him for saying yep. that because, and this goes to your point earlier, they don't even know that this happened. They don't even know they, I, I disagree. that there was assassination attempt. I think they are evil people yeah. and they don't care. Oh, I'm talking about the followers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the audience. So again, uh, you know, there's this, this tweet Aiden Paladin put out on Twitter where she's like, here's citation, all these studies showing that the leftism is, is dominated by envy, hatred, violence, you know, greed. And I'm like, just like every communist since the history of communism. Yeah, yeah, it sounds about right. You know, the problem is that people keep thinking uh, that they that, that there is a left and that they want to be on the left, but they're looking at a cult of violent extremists thinking that represents true like leftist values. Yeah, and there's also a lot of mental disorders and radicalization that happens because of big tech social media censorship and the echo chambers it creates with its algorithm. And the man that you were just describing, I just looked up the story. Uh, he said that he was there to kill, kill. The, the Supreme Court justice, to yeah. specifically yeah. take him out yeah. and to, to ruin him because of the disinformation, because of the propaganda, because of the psychological warfare that's happening right now now in our political system that is literally pushing people to try to assassinate other individuals because of wrong thing that's yeah, crazy exactly also almost 200 days later we still don't know who leaked from scotus yep 
and yep. there's no like is there even an ongoing investigation it's almost like they can't find the leaker and they can't find the j6 uh you know uh, pipe bomber that guy still but they can track down the 12 uh you know peaceful pro-life uh, protesters. They can track down uh, thousands of MAGA grandmas who showed up at the Capitol on January 6th. Yeah, if that was a conservative, we would have known in two seconds and yeah. they'd be behind bars by now. Yeah, absolutely. I have good news, though. I got good news, guys. Let's, uh, let's pull up this story from the Daily Wire. Schumer warns Biden on hot mic that Democrats are vulnerable in key state. Quote, we're in danger. That's a crazy thing for someone to say, like, privately we're in danger <laughs> you're in danger why because when the republicans win there's going to be inquiries maybe i really don't think they'll do much I will see. but this is the story they're basically talking about uh, pennsylvania the seat that seat we're in danger in that seat schumer told biden adding a few months later it's close we'll see so i, I they're thinking that it's going to show you seeing the breaking news on elon and twitter yeah what? it's official it's not only is it official but it says uh elon just 17 minutes ago Elon has closed the deal and fired the CEO and CFO. Yep. <laughs> Gone. Can we right. ring that bell? Let's ring go. the bell. Let's ding, go. Ding, 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 Let's ding, go. Ding, ding, ding. Alleluia. You know what we say to that? Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na. Hey, hey. Goodbye. And he fired v- Vajana uh, Yes, right. Vajaya Gone. 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 Yep. Whoa. Who was responsible, personally Locker responsible for, for suspending? We got it. We got it. We got it right here. Check it out. From the Washington, uh, this is uh, 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 Jorge Banilla posting. He, he did it. Elon Musk fired the CEO, CFO, and censor in chief. They say CEO Parag Agrawal, chief financial officer Ned Segal, and Vijaya Gade, head of legal policy, trust, and safety, were all fired, according to the people. Elon! Woo! Elon was listening. When, when a prince must commit atrocities, commit them early. <laughs> commit them His story early. story is breaking. Wow, wow, that's why she there cried. There we go. Yeah. She knew. Well, Elon, look. Elon. Okay, I'm sorry. Look. She should have listened to Tim Pool. When she Tim Pool well, tried to set it right. She bought herself 3 years. Well, actually, uh, 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 Vijaya, if you're if you are listening, uh it was I think it was what early 2019. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I I said you guys can't keep doing this, and I actually said to Jack, if you keep doing this, there's going to be conflict Jack Dorsey. Gonna, to Dorsey. What, what did I say? Well, geez, no, make oh, sure geez. you didn't mean me. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, right. yeah, no, I said there's going to be violence. And then I joked. I was like, I'm building a van. I'm going to go live down. And, and then they all laughed. And then what did Joe say? You know, a few mo- a couple months ago, he was like, he's like, you know, I had Tim Pool on my show and he was talking about civil war. And I'm like, nah, get out of here, man. You're crazy. Now I think he might be right. So, you know, these people should have listened to what I was saying when I was saying it. They didn't understand, though. I think Vijaya understood. The last thing she says is, thank you for the feedback. Well, now yeah. it, it took, you it took three years. Appreciate bringing those issues to my attention. Took three years, but she got fired. So uh, I would, I would, I really would love to have. Yeah, a my sit phone's down lighting up. Parag has left the building. Wow. Out. I want to, I want to sit down with Joe and Elon Out. and talk about all of this stuff. And uh, because Vijaya is trending. Vijaya is trending. Well, look, we did, we did that episode, and a lot of people aren't familiar with the story, like. I only had a couple hundred thousand subscribers. I didn't have a big YouTube channel or anything like that. And uh, Joe knew who I was. We talked for a bit. He ended up seeing a video where I did a, a commentary on Twitter censorship. I commented on his episode with Jack Dorsey that got, that got panned, explaining some of the issues that I thought were wrong. Joe hits me up. I go out, do his show. After the show, he says, how would you like to come on with, with Jack and their head of legal? And I was like, are you nuts, dude? I can't do that. And then he's like, no, come, let's do it. We did it. And uh, I wouldn't call it perfect. There's probably a lot of things I'd look back on and say I probably could have brought up other issues. But I think it was extremely important. They did not expect it. 
The things that that I brought up, notably that they're misgendering policy, misgendering policy overtly favors a leftist worldview. They didn't expect that. They thought we have rules. They broke the rules. They get banned. I came in and said that rule set only applies to people who believe it. And the conservatives have an inverted worldview on what misgendering is. And they were like, oh, well, here you go. That's it. So, wow. Glad to see it. Uh, I really would love to talk to Elon, but come on, you know, we've like I've tweeted at him several times. It is what it is. You get him on the show, you get him on the show. If he's, he's the richest guy in the world, so good luck with that, I suppose. Or just privately trying to reach out, being like, hey, maybe we, we could try to help you somehow. Well, I think one of the issues with Elon is that the statement he I, I think the statement he issued to advertisers makes sense from a business perspective. He doesn't want them to flee thinking he's going to make a hate speech platform. He's got to control some of the narrative. I think he yeah. gets that. But he but, also specifically said in that in that letter, hey, you know, you get to choose your experience here by expressing your preferences. You want to see something? You could see something. You don't want to see something? You don't have to see it. This is a rational adult take to take on the situation that leaves you responsible for what you decide you want to see on big tech social media instead of an all-knowing algorithm that, of course, will curate content for you and act as a form of mass hypnosis mind control so this is this is a step they, in the right they, direction they also fired uh he also fired twitter's general counsel sean edgett oh thank yeah. goodness one of the executives was escorted out of the building <laughs> 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 if this is all we get thank you elon musk lock him up <laughs> if, if if tomorrow elon just goes uh, I'm going to keep Twitter the exact same way it's always been. I'll be like, hey, it was worth it for that one day where we all got to laugh about the firing and escorting out of these people. What happens if someone refuses to leave? Right? <laughs> well, that's what happens. Like, <laughs> like, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. If you face Elon. It's like the, uh, what is it, Sheamus. Jordan Belfer? <laughs> Seamus, here's, here's the cartoon you got to make. You've already got the animations from when you did the, the video with Vijaya. She's holding onto the wall going, no, nah! and they're pulling her out of the building. There well, the next over. thing, she needs to be dragged before Congress and face the wrath of Marjorie Taylor Greene, and we need answers about why they suspended our great president, Donald J. Trump. I found the actual quote from Machiavelli. I've, I've been messing it up, but you know, paraphrasing it. The actual quote is this. Cruelties are well used if it is permitted to speak well of evil that are carried out in a single stroke, done out of necessity to protect oneself and then are not continued but are instead converted into the greatest possible benefit for the subjects. The greatest convert. So that's my message to Elon. Convert this. Convert this moment into the greatest possible benefit for the subjects. So who should we have, uh, I, I, you know, in terms of replacing Vijaya, I'd say, I don't know. Um, Donald J Trump. James Lindsay. <laughs> You know, James Lindsay, are you working right now? Like, what are you working on? You're doing. All, he should only appoint people that are currently banned on Twitter Milo. <laughs> to the Twitter trust and safety team. My, no, Milo's Milo's busy with interning for Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> Who is the um, important, uh, important work? Ron Paul. Bring in Ron Paul. Ron Paul. Mar to, to, was it Martha? Um, the the liberal who was to, who was um, bring who was in banned. Julian Assange, Edward Snowden, make make them official advisors, make them officially Julian work for Assange, the company. Yes. Julian Assange, get him in there. Snowden, get him in there. I mean, what was what was her exact role? The head of trust and safety. Uh, <laughs> why do I just get rid of that department? Hmm. Because I don't think her apartment actually cared about trust well, and safety. I think sure, her, sure. Uh, but look, some there there are people who post criminal Im, you know images, right? Of child abuse is the easiest example. You do need someone to be like, hey, we are actively making sure this stuff is not 
It's not easy. I mean, of all nights to not have Ian on, we kind of could use his perspective because he, yeah. he did this stuff with minds. You know, he co-founded yeah. it. He Got did it. a lot of this stuff. Megan Murphy. Excuse me. Megan, Megan Murphy. Murphy. Megan right, Murphy. right, right. Yeah. So uh, anyway, you know, uh, there's, there's a lot of hard work that goes into action. Look, I'll Do you, wait, wait, wait. Censorship Do you, is good. I, I Censor, Hold on. Censorship wait, is good. What? Censorship is good. Mm. Censorship is, is a neutral term. What we're what 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 we don't like is political and biased censorship. What we do like is when they censor images of child abuse, absolutely, and then forward that to the police and have those people arrested. Or if right? you're like, hey, I know how to break into the bank. Here's the code. Here's the exactly security right. route, etc. That is censorship. And so, sure. for someone to be sitting back there being like, here's Tim Pool's social security number. Exactly, get it out of there. Doxing, I'm not. A, I, I disagree with, even though doxing's First Amendment. You're allowed to do it. Sure. We, I think we all agree. Well, that's they so, did it to Libs of TikTok. Right. So address, name, whatever, like. Revenge porn. Right. I'm against revenge porn. We, so you need someone sitting there reviewing content to pull that stuff. The problem is they decided certain political concepts were also objectionable. Right. And that's where we said, hey, 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 hey. That's bad. Yeah, that and journalism, not, not just political concepts, right. but journalism. actual journalism. And whether you were on the left wing or right wing, a lot of people got hit because they dared to question the establishment, the agenda and the official narratives that are being shoved down our throats. And a lot of people, a lot of people just think it's it's right wing institutions. No, a lot of left wing institutions, uh, antiwar.com, freethoughtproject.antimedia.com. Uh, so many other individuals got hit and, there were, and, and a lot of people have forgotten about them. But well, these individuals yeah. also deserve to have their accounts back deserve Carrie right. uh, 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 Wedler also another individual banned on Twitter for some reason she's also another fellow anarchist again that was just hit and dinged for what expressing critical thinking of what they were trying to get us all to conform to look that that's why I'm calling for a general amnesty yeah, just to, bring back because, the Krasenstein brothers Hassan, Hassan Piker is called for Trump to be reinstated Breaking news, he says, <laughs> somebody's worried. <laughs> somebody's <Trump>. worried. <laughs> what what, what is that on. exact tweet say? I can't see that. Don't care, unban Trump. Don't care, unban Trump. Wow. Yo, hey, Trump is money. Hey, wow. hey Trump fight is Sam money. And how about, how about you fight Sam Hyde? How about that? Right, I've been saying that for Every, a long time. Look, look, look. Luke mentioned this the other day, but these journalists right now are going, yes, 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 yeah. yes, like, yes. Yeah, money. Yeah, right now, there's like a, alarms going off at newsrooms and they're like, the Coliseum okay, is reopening. Trump may be coming back. <laughs> yeah. We got to get a team together for this. I'm going to yeah. call the advertisers, let them know our views are going through the roof. Let's get it. You've seen that, but, that video uh, they made of like Trump, of like Elon in the uh, in the control room and then Trump oh, signing right, right, back right, on right, Twitter. Right. So this could potentially happen tomorrow. Right. Well, right? the second Trump comes back onto Twitter, there's a certain Republican politician who thinks he's a contender for 2024 who's going to lose like all of the the mike limelight Pompeo. And, <laughs> and mike pence you know a lot of these republicans have benefited like that think that they have a chance at 24 is but have benefited from trump not being on the town square so and he's about to re-enter the arena is he be because he says he's not going to do it well donald trump said specifically i don't care uh you mean getting I don't back care. on twitter yeah i don't he care has to. I, he has I, to. I, but he publicly said i don't care i don't want to be on elon musk's platform I want to be on Truth Social. Let's That's just, what he said let's publicly. Just, let's just say that... He has to be on Twitter. Let's just say I that. know he does, but he says he's not going to. And he has a big ego, and his ego yeah, usually yeah. decides a lot of the policies. Let's, let's be honest say there might have been a reason he had to say that, but he's going to be back if he's not back. How okay, okay. Well, so yeah. right now, uh, a fatter version of me is, is being tweeted about by Benny Johnson. There's a clip. So I, I want to play it because I don't even know what I'm saying in this. Nice With baby. a list of private phone numbers, addresses, yet Kathy Griffin... She's fine. The guy who threatened the lives of these kids in Covington and said, lock them in the school and burn it down. You did nothing. 
I mean, he got suspended. I take his tweets down. Was he banned for threatening the lives of kids? Absolutely not. So again, we have, and I'm I'm happy to talk about all these details. We have our policies that are meant to protect people, and they're meant to enable free expression as long as you're not trying to silence somebody else. Now we take a variety of different enforcement mechanisms around that. Sometimes you get warned. Sometimes your your tweet is forced to be deleted. It's a very rare occasion where we will outright suspend someone without any sort of warning. Or any sort of, That's um, them laughing on the show. To understand That's what happened. What did Joe. you guys do with but, it? But Tim, those accounts were actioned. They may not have been actioned the way you wanted to, to but the, the tweets were forced to be deleted. And the account sure, sure. is... I, I took I, a penalty for that. So I, I, I understand pen- that. What but kind of a penalty? Well, again, as I said earlier, Joe, we don't uh, usually uh, automatically suspend accounts with one violation because we want people to I learn. We want people to understand it. what they did wrong and give them an opportunity not to do it again. Right. And it's it's a big thing to kick someone off the platform, and I take that very very seriously. So so I want to make sure that when someone cr- uh, violates our rules, they understand what happened and they are given an opportunity to you know get back on the platform and change their behavior. And so in many of these cases, what happens is we will force someone to acknowledge that their tweet violated our rules, force them to delete that tweet before they can get back on the platform. And in in many cases, if they do it again, we give them a timeout, which is like seven days. And we say, look, you've done it again. It's a temporary suspension. If you do it again. Timeout, you're a mom. I forgot how bad this is. I'm totally a mom, exactly. I forgot how bad. And um, and if you do it again, then you're done. So it's kind of like, you know, Mm -hmm. three strikes. So it's sort of like baseball. And so in some of these cases that Tim is referencing, I have to imagine, because these tweets were deleted, they are violations of our rules. People are upset that the account came back again and was allowed to say other things. But mm-hmm. we did take action on those tweets. They were and, violations of and our then, rules. So there was, uh, there was a period on Twitter where people were saying the word groomer. And um, it means a specific thing. It's a reference to an adult of any background, of any sexuality or origin or race trying to introduce sexualized concepts to children for the sake of, you know, getting them into sexual circumstances. And that word still means that. There was a campaign by a bunch of leftists that it was actually an anti-LGBTQ slur. Twitter initiated a new rule without making any announcements, retroactively enforcing this as hate speech. And then I got locked out of my account. It said, simply delete the tweet and you can come back. Well, I got news for you, Twitter. I just did not. I don't care about the platform. There's a lot of people who are like, you know, I'm not, I refuse to take it down. I'm like, delete, whatever, dude. Like, it's, it's like, who's going to see me having said something three months ago that they're banning now? The tweet's gone. And I routinely erase old tweets anyway. But the point is, she's lying. I broke no rules. I expressed a legitimate political opinion. Vijaya, you never fix the platform. Jack Dorsey and Vijaya told me after that show, we are working on a path to redemption. It should not be a life sentence when someone says something wrong for for the third time. They never did it. Jack never did it. She never did it. Good effing riddance. Yep, they were lying Amen. through their teeth. They never followed through with anything that they promised, and they still began to use the platform as their own kind of political punishment tool for trying to hurt people for expressing wrong things. Again, Jordan Peterson, he's still locked out of Twitter to this day right now, which is absolutely crazy. I don't think he did anything wrong. I, I think a lot of people didn't do anything wrong, and they were taken out of the major town hall that everyone depends on for speech. Look, she, she got what she deserved. Yeah. She just got yeah. it. But but here's my I, I, have, I have a question, actually, because should we put these two stories together? Should we connect some dots here? Because yeah, so we were told, right, that the Tesla engineers 
we're going in to look at the code. That was what this afternoon. And then here we are, and it's it's three hours behind, so it's about 6 p.m. San Francisco time. And now just a few hours after the Tesla engineers were allowed to look at Twitter's code, the entire, as we would say in the Navy, head shed, mm-hmm. the entire leadership, it looks like the almost the entire C-suite. The head of the been, snake. The head of the snake has been completely lopped off by Elon Musk on day one. Day one. You're fired. That's great. But also, what's I terrifying... Think, I think he found something. That's my point. I think he found absolutely. something. Absolutely. Well, How can he not? Because right. obviously, they were doing something wrong. Right. Obviously, they were fudging the data. They were uh, lifting the, the scales. They were doing something that was absolutely because, wrong and unfair because to he's everyone. Because liabil- he's got liability now. That if absolutely. he found something and he didn't get rid of the employees as fast as possible, then the liability would be on him. Yep. So here's... here's a, There's going to be a, lawsuits. A, a, a text There's exchange. There's absolutely going to be lawsuits. A text exchange that ended up getting released between former CEO Parag and oh, Elon. I love this. He's says you are free to tweet is twitter dying or anything else about twitter but it's my responsibility to tell you that it's not helping me make twitter better in the current context next time we speak i'd like you to i'd like to i'd like to you provide you perspective on the level of internal distraction right now and how it's hurting our ability to do work i hope the ama will help people get to know you to understand why you believe in twitter and to trust you and i'd like the company to get to a place where we are more resilient and don't get distracted but we aren't there right now elon responded what did you get done this week? I'm not joining the board. This is a waste of time. We'll make an offer to take Twitter private. Imagine being in this position and someone's rich enough to buy out your company. And you're like, you listen here, young man. I'm going to tell you what for, what you can't do. And it's like, bro, I will buy your company and fire you. You saw oh, the letter, you know? right? What, what letter? That the open letter that was being circulated by Twitter employees. Oh, yeah. They were yeah. like, don't fire any of us. We demand it. For our political <laughs> beliefs, they said. Right, you shouldn't. They said you shouldn't come down <laughs> on someone for their political beliefs. Yeah, it's incredible. This is uh. a group of people that I think for people like Vijaya, go back to listen to the the hubris that's in her voice three years ago talking to you, Tim, and the response that I'm I'm your mother. I tell you when you're in timeout, when you're not. I tell you when you've been a good boy or when you've been a bad boy. I will correct your behavior based on my beliefs. This is someone who never in her entire life, and it's not just her, but it's it's all these employees who signed this letter, they've never had to face actual accountability at any point in their entire lives until about five minutes ago. True. Yep. And that woman that you just talked about, you know, just had that mindset. She also had that mindset when thinking about the president of the United States. When Donald yeah. Trump was banned, he was sitting in the Oval Office. And as Luke mentioned, it is the most important influential platform in the world and that girl boss vajaya which is a fun name to say by the way i'm just gonna throw that out there but she banned the sitting president of the united states for a lie which has been proven to be a lie with lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There needs to be accountability. The first thing I would love to see, or I should say I hope Elon, I, I just, I know it won't happen, but Elon, if you're listening, Invite Alex Jones to a tour of Twitter HQ right now. 
Just bring him in. <laughs> yes. Show him around. And that's it. That's it. I mean, just give him a tour and say, you know, here's what's going on. Here's what's happening. And uh, the reason I, and I, and I mean this quite seriously, and the reason is many of these people in San Francisco think fake things about Alex Jones because the media has lied to them. They have never escaped. They've never been outside of this bubble. Bring Alex Jones into the bubble. Let him walk around, introduce him to people. Hey, nice, nice to meet you. And, he'll, and, and that's all they'll get. And they'll be like, that actually wasn't so bad. Start normalizing interactions. So be it Trump, Trump Jr., Alex Jones, Milo, whoever, invite them in, you know, say, come in, be polite. I want to show you around and you can introduce to these people and we're going to try and solve these problems with the political bias. That is a huge step towards having these people be like, well, Alex came here yesterday and then nothing happened. He just kind of walked around and smiled and shook hands. I was scared. I thought it was going to be bad. And then why would you think that? All of this goes back to the anti-bullying campaigns. All of this. That this idea that you can't stand up for yourself, that you must avoid confrontation and then take everything to a higher authority. That you have to go to, if someone's bullying you, it's don't, don't stand up for yourself. Don't assert yourself. Have no self-confidence. Just run to the teacher. Yeah. Run to the principal. Be a snitch, uh, tattletale. Be a snitch, be a tattletale, all this stuff. You have created this culture yep. that has infected the entire rest of our society where we cannot. You, and you see this, by the way, with you see it with millennials. You certainly see it with Zoomers. They cannot handle direct confrontation, even if it's someone that in their mind, right, is 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 a bad person like and you see it when these videos with alex jones is kind of like walking around seattle or whatever it is and they see him and their their faces just you know begin contorting uh it's it's they you've actually created this this mental weakness and crutch in people that never used to exist before this is a great idea tim um and it's and it shouldn't just be alex jones it should be everyone that was banned for Laura their Luma. political speech yeah no, let's have a day where all the twitter employees now have to meet the people that they banned on social media have, have an outing have a picnic day bring out every single person that was punished for their political beliefs and and have a day where they all just meet each other and 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 then that would be beautiful to see first of all and and second of all you could get rid of a lot of the stigma a lot of the tensions between everyone and all the fear as you mentioned and uh, I, I think that would be magical to see yeah, yeah. I, I like that idea. And Jack, you're 100% spot on with the anti-bullying you know, bullying campaigns. Look, it sounds nice in theory, but the lasting consequences are, are, are horrible. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to tell the whole story since we're on YouTube, but let's just say that my, my four-year-old was at preschool and I uh, came home and his, his clothes were a little a little dirty. And I said, I said Jack, Jack, what, what happened? He said, oh, one of, the, one of the kids pushed me at school today. And I said, okay. I'm not going to finish the entire story, but let's just say I didn't tell him to go and run to the teacher the next time it happens. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, that's what yeah. my father did when I got bullied. I got pushed down. He said, you see that kid? You get the biggest one, you punch him as hard as you can in the face. And yeah. I did. And I stood up for myself and I was so is happy this, I did. Is this statement from Trump real? Which say? one? Whoa, what, what, do you got? What, what did you say? Congratulations to Elon Musk on his purchase of Twitter. Many people are saying that change was needed as the old management was too concerned with the woke agenda. I have been told that my account will be back up and running on Monday. We will see. Happy to be able to engage with an African-American-owned business. <laughs> no, it's not real. I, I, don't not know. Real. I don't know. That doesn't sound like him. But, but it's it important to note here that in May of this year, Elon Musk specifically said that when he would buy Twitter, he would allow the former president of the United States, Donald Trump, to return with his account. Donald Trump then swiftly answered when Elon Musk said he would bring him back, saying, quote, specifically... 
I am not going on Twitter. I'm going to stay on Truth. I hope Elon buys Twitter because he'll make improvements to it, and he is a good good man. But I am going to be staying on Truth. I will be truthing. That's the official yeah, statement I'm, I'm by Donald Trump. I, 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 I don't think the statement's well, look, real. I don't think the statement's real. The statement real. that I just said. Right, I know, look, that was a fun, statement's I'm saying, real. The one, I just, the one I mentioned was a funny meme. But Luke, you keep saying that. Yes. We get it. But Trump has to be on Twitter, he period. Does. He can right. say whatever he wants. It's irrelevant. He has to be on Twitter, period. Right. Of, of course. If you want to be a part, of, a part of the conversation, yes. Will he? That's the big question. Yes, he will. I'm a betting man. I, I bet yes. Um, I will make a gentleman's bet with you, good sir. Yes. He will come back on the platform. The, the 60 to 80 million. How many followers did he have? 80, 100? 80, 88. Uh, yeah. 88 million. was on the last one I saw. And he's got, what, four or five on Truth Social? Uh, something like that. His diehard yeah. supporters are on Truth Social. His ability to manipulate the press is on Twitter. He said that because there's 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 the there's the a SPAC merger involved. He has to say that. But I'm telling you, he has no choice but to go back on Twitter. Agreed. Agreed. And also, January's coming, and Trump's two-year ban on Meta, 4. on 3. Facebook, <laughs> on Instagram. Oh, yeah. It's up. That's over, We're too. We're back, over. baby! So, the, oh, the, the two-year timeout on Trump, it's coming to an end here. Yeah, and I think the, the by memes the way, are though, just getting ready, baby. By the way, though, let's, let's and, and far be it for me to, you know, be the, you know, be the Debbie Downer or whatever, but the regime's going to strike back on Elon. Yes. I mean, they're already they're, launching they're, a probe into him. It's go, not, it's not just the regime. Sp- they're going to go after SpaceX. They're going to go after Starlink. Yep. They're going after Tesla. They're going to come in and say, well, you know, we can't allow... The, remember, the, and there was that that uh, trial balloon last week to say, well, the CFIUS, we're going to look at your funding, yeah. the investment here. So that, And then they pulled it away immediately and said, oh, no, that's not true. That's not actually happening. Yeah. That, was a, that was a message. But we that was had, a message to Elon. And it's not just the federal government. It's also big players like Bill Gates that were organizing PR campaigns and organizations and groups to pull money from Twitter when Elon Musk would buy it. This was, this was in the works. Uh, Bill Gates was planning to attack Twitter, to attack the advertisers, to start a whole PR campaign to try to bring Twitter down. Specifically, this was even admitted with all of the money and all the influence that he has. So right now, Elon Musk, he chopped off the head of the snake. He's the head right now, and I think there's going to be people coming after it. You know what yeah, he should have no done? Doubt. He should have gotten like a, a, a black cloak with a hood and then put on roller, roller skates or rollerblades so that he would float slowly into Twitter HQ looking and pointing, you're fired. Just like, and it would be very demonic. as he What was that movie through. where they came in with the paintball gun? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was uh, No, no. Was that Suits? That no, suits that show. Yeah, show. Entourage, he comes show, with the, yeah. it's, it's entourage. like the, the entourage. Entourage. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. gel blaster. Yeah, that's that's good. I but mean, yeah, I, don't, I don't know about what I'm most excited that. about is the, the word with with Twitter being bought by Elon. Is we don't have to wait for any more strongly worded letters from Lindsey Graham about you know reigning in big tech. You know because Elon just went out and bought it. But look, that being he, said, I and I'm just going to say it right. This this is not you know, the get rich quick scheme. This is not the magic wand being waved and acting like all all of the fundamental problems and issues that we've been talking about in this program has been discussing for the last two years. They haven't magically gone away because Elon did this. This is a stopgap measure at best. Right. And those issues are going to continue until the people of this country actually come forward, put forward serious legislation on big tech. And I think there still is a place, by the way, for the for Getter, for Truth Social, for Rumble, for all these. I certainly hope that Elon, uh, I think based on what we've just seen, this is definitely a step in the right direction for integration between um, 
uh, Twitter and Rumble. But at the same time, you can't just put all your eggs in one basket. You should never right. do that. Look, as as uh, I'm sure as Ian would say, if you were here, you know, you ne never leave all your stash in one place. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, it, it's important to understand here. Now, I think we're finally going to get some big tech regulations in the yeah. federal yeah, government. So, so the Daily, good, Daily not in a good way. just but, had a piece about that yeah. saying, this is why we have to be careful about big tech oligarchs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah suddenly. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the reason the, the censorship went crazy in the first place is because, you know, our great um, veterans of the meme war in 2016, like Jack, you know, we, we use social media so effectively. And Luke. And Luke. And Luke. And, 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 you know. A lot was, of people. A lot of people who got deleted. You know, well, that's what I'm talking about. The POWs of the great meme war yeah. of 2016, 20, 2015, 2016, that once you let those riveting frogs return onto Twitter and <laughs> the social media platforms writ large and just actually allow people to speak freely and share information, right? A lot of this goes back to the WikiLeaks drops yep. in the yep. fall of 2016 and the fact that people were simply discussing the words and phrases and contents of those WikiLeaks drops, whether it be the DNC emails, the Podesta emails, et cetera, Hillary Clinton stuff that came out, that was why they started turning the screws on everybody 100%. else and claiming that, oh, you made up this and you made up, no, 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 no. Everybody was reading the words of your own emails. That was from y'all. Mm -hmm. Exactly right. I just tweeted, groomer. <laughs> Can we dead Good name luck. Rachel Levine? <laughs> Well, I don't know. YouTube is still owned by... Uh, yeah, Tim's like, Jack, no! Carl Rove. <laughs> learn can to we, can we Carl say learn to code? Can we dead name Carl Rove? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to say I'm that. I'm doing learn, learn to code. I'm, I, oh, we can I, do it together. I, we can do it together. It doesn't matter. Luke, we'll, we'll tweet. Carl Rove, together. who, by the way, complete traitor. <laughs> like, we've, we've got... <laughs> we could say it. Right now, on the on the live show, people are just watching me like post tweets. <laughs> right, I'm, I'm, I'm For dead. the historical record. <laughs> Learn to code. Look at the, the chat is all <laughs> Tell all the now. Twitter employees. Yeah, what should I tweet? It's super chat. <laughs> super chat me what I should tweet. Frog emojis? The, yeah, so looks tweet. like this is going to be so chat. interesting. This is going to be so fun. I mean, this is, I, I, again, I, there's going to be a lot of people going after for, for Elon, his companies. It's going to be so fascinating to see how he's going to navigate all these pressures. Um, I hope he has good people around him. I, I hope he sticks to his guns. I, I hope he sticks to the basic principles of free speech, which I think he understands will help out humanity in such tremendous ways. Because if you look at all the mess that we're in right now, it's predominantly because of the lack of information, because of censorship, yeah. because of people controlling the narratives and mm -hmm. agenda. It's, it's because of ignorance why these elites and bankers and multinational corporations are able to get away with so much travesty, with so much injustice. And now all of that could change in a moment, which just free speech with us just being able to talk to each other. Luke, are you saying we are change? Yes. That's a, <laughs> I could have done a cheesy thing. I did it before. I don't want to do it again. Uh, but, I got you. But, but, I got you. But, but this is this is an opportunity that that is rare. Yeah. And we got to take advantage this, of it. We, and we, and we, guys, we as individuals have to take it seriously. Th this is kind of amazing. You know, like Parag Agarwal got fired and he already knows how to code. Wow! That's, that's Congratulations. That's a good point. Yeah, we. You know who? You know who really also need, deserves to get fired. Um, 
all of those people that are making those absolutely <laughs> irritating TikToks of a day in the life uh, yeah. of a tech line, and they all keep saying the word obviously for some reason. Oh, so, I know. So, so, ob- so obviously, I just so ca- I came to work and I obviously had made myself a caramel macchiato and obviously <laughs> I went to a meeting and then obviously I had to take a little rest and so we went down to get that. lunch and then obviously I went to go uh, to the roof for a little bit to just catch some vibes and then obviously we went out to dinner and drinks and obviously it's the we've word seen, obviously seen again and again. I just and think there's a hundred thousand of these these videos by the way and i just put it out guys you realize that tonight this this actually is the october surprise we're right. living through oh, wow. the october surprise can right we now. can we pull this one up this we, have, we have a tweet from jack Basso, but from one minute ago <laughs> <laughs> for those that are listening what, what, it is it is a frog making the what did you, suck it gesture what, what did you type in to to get that we're still we're still on on youtube so i can't reveal it, all of it, my all of my memes <laughs> we'll, we'll share it later yeah i just uh, let him, i'm just gonna let him keep going you know, while we're sitting here. That's that's pretty much it right there. That's the frog happy frog. Wait, but you know you know that Matt Fury is doing Pepe again, right? Oh really? So he's, I thought Pepe died. Pepe's no, 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 Pepe no. is inevitable. No, no, no. Pe- no, he's completely done a 180 on this because he found out about NFTs. And, <laughs> oh. I'm serious. You can go, go. There's a whole Washington Post article on this. Where so he now he's like, okay, wow. I want it. It's so mine. he's like filthy rich now and no. is completely leaned in on Pepe, is making completely, and by the way, not just memes, but full on animations of like a whole world of Pepe and different Pepe's. Clan Pepe, Nazi Pepe. No, 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 nothing like that. Um, like Pepe, like Pepe doing karate and then like an old Pepe watching him train. <laughs> and then it goes into like Pepe's falling through an hour, hourglass and like really trippy stuff. There was like a Darth uh, Vader aren't Pepe. Aren't NFTs worthless? How many uh, do you own, Jack? Not, not when he was doing them. Uh, uh, he, he's sold. done very, very well for himself with NFTs. I Jack, with the, how many do you own? Zero. I don't own any NFTs. Um, any promo codes for that one? A promo code post. Um, but the no, he's he's done very very well for himself, and he's just leaned in, totally leaned in on this, and it's not even it's not even political, right? It's just Pepe. I dig it. I haven't been I banned yet. I tweeted, "I'm dead naming Rachel Levine, Carl Rove. We'll see." How <laughs> no, wait, did we talk about what Carl Rove is actually doing in Pennsylvania? We did not. The snake. What's he doing? The snake. Alex, you want to go for this? What's that neocon yeah, so, warmonger doing? Yeah, so Karl Rove, the part part of the reason that the Trump movement happened because of the failed establishment GOP policies of Bush and Rove and all those losers. Uh, well, he's now spending money against the Republican gubernatorial candidate, Doug Mastriano in Pennsylvania. And uh, this is the principal conservative that's spending money against Republicans. And, and it's completely outrageous. He's basically saying that... Um, Fetterman and Mastriano are the same people. They're they're both too extreme for Pennsylvania. And uh, none of the Republican consultants are upset with this. But all of the Republican consultants lashed out at Trump for saying that he's not going to support a closeted Democrat in Colorado named Joe O'Day, who's significantly overweight. But that's not even part of the point. But Karl Rove needs to be called out for spending millions of dollars against Doug Mastriano. So he what he's doing is you've got people who donated to a Republican super PAC and he's taking Republican money and using it to support a Democrat running for the governorship of Pennsylvania along with Dr. Oz. So it's a pro Dr. Oz, pro Josh Shapiro ads that are running on TV, that are running on the radio, 
all across Pennsylvania. And of course, by the way, you know, they, they put out this statement to the Philadelphia Inquirer well, for, for merely highlighting the records of the, oh, shut up. Yeah. I mean, do you think we're stupid? Do you honestly think we're stupid? And so John Solomon's called them out on this. Uh, I've certainly called them out. You've called them out. Look, Jenna Ellis we're, we're done with the games. We're absolutely done with the games. We know what this guy, Josh Shapiro, has done to the state. We know the fact that he, do you want to talk about who rolls with Doug Mastriano? Let's talk about who rolls with Dr. Rachel Levine and the experimentation, the grabbing of homeless children children and children in the foster care system and sticking them into gender transition studies at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, a.k.a. CHOP. Sick. There's also the, uh, I believe, Rachel Levine pulled... Doug, forgot <clears throat> the when, when the When the, excuse me, when uh, the elderly were being killed by the governors who were putting yep. uh, COVID patients in the mm -hmm. nursing homes, Rachel Levine pulled their parents out uh, in advance. Yep. So I think, I, think, I think it was obvious that many government officials knew Her exactly... Her own parents. Yeah. And put them in a hotel. And yeah. they knew what was going to happen with uh, their New York, policy. in Pennsylvania, in Michigan, in California. Yeah. And uh, where's any, any accountability for all those dead people, all yeah. those people who were, who were killed? And you know the thing with Cuomo, which, which really just, you had the, uh, what, was the, what was the boat they had? It wasn't the Mercy. The Mercy was the other one, I think. They had a whole uh, naval uh, hospital yeah. ship in yeah, the harbor in it? New York. It wasn't the Mercy, I think, because I think people corrected us on that one, but also the Javits Center. Yeah. And he didn't want to give Trump a victory. The Comfort. The Comfort. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and also Central Park. Trump. But they also medical not, facilities not a single bed was used. And they the refused way. to use it. Yeah, no, yeah. No, they refused to use it. Yeah. Because it would give Trump a victory. Exactly. Right. Because yeah. right. like, Trump, right. we'll, we'll give you, she's like, yeah, whatever you want. Here's the Javits Center. Here's the sending of the entire U.S. Navy. I am, I am, it's, it's, it's all, it's all, it's all coming back. It's going to be like 2017 all over again. You know, it's going to be the memes. It's going to be the crying Donald Trump. He's going it, to, it's, he's going to post. We're going to pop the champagne, you know, ladies and gentlemen, we've got the, we got a bottle of Louie in here. Maybe, I think, I maybe think this is an opportunity right now. You think right now? Right now. To crack the Louis the 13th? I don't know. The head of the snake. What do you got? They're oh, all oh, fired. I mean, I, that's a good point. They're all fired. That's he, it's he's, huge. he's do in we, charge. Do, do we do we do we crack the? You know, you know how expensive this is. We'll get another yeah. one afterwards. <laughs> oh, come on, dude. Look at Mr. Pennybags over here. I'm like I'm like. Well, you guys see uh, World End, Nick Frost. No I'm like, tap water for me. <laughs> I mean, we, we the election's coming up, right? That might be. I don't know. Winning an election is not like a Louis the Thirteenth month. That, that's that's not going to matter as much as this. This is going to matter. You want this to crack is going it over? To he really wants a drink. I don't <laughs> want a drink. You have to I, 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 I will say this though: you you have to celebrate victories. Yeah, you guys want to the thank you. We have any glasses? That's the Slavic the side in you that is, coming that out. Is, that uh, is Slavic. You in celebrate Poland, your victory. Yeah, right. In Poland, yeah. we understand. Right. We have to celebrate yeah. what we can. I think we need glasses though. Stolat, stolat, stolat. Can we can we yell at someone to bring up? Five glasses. Is yes, anybody watching Timcast tonight? I can, Inside yeah, of the Tim people Cast are downstairs. I can holler at Kellen. I'll, I'll go. Oh, you grab mean it. literally yell? Yeah. Someone just yell out the door. Hey, but yeah. Hey, <laughs> life is short. It's filled with a lot of crazy journeys, and when when it's up, you got to appreciate it. Right, yeah. you got to appreciate it because if, if if you don't celebrate your victories, who will? Exactly. Right, right. they're not going to. Right. Yeah. Right, they're going to act like this doesn't mean anything. Like it's not a big deal. Like. Oh, he's got the box. He's got yeah, the box. We, do we have wow. the wide cam? We, do. we have the white. Don't we have the wide cam? Yeah, I can't pull it up and check wow. it out though. Hold Just gonna on. wait for him to come back. Wow! You can see right on the camera. That's right perfect. Right where you are. So, Look, uh, is that a is that a golden plaque? Yeah, it's, me, uh, I'll just open it from this way. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha! In my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wow. Don't drop it. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a bad omen. Like, you're holding that precariously. It was just... Open. Mr. Mr. Pennybags here understands not to destroy thing of value. Oh, there it is, the button. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. Look at that. Okay. There we go. Ooh, Look at that. Whoa. So this is uh, unopened. And uh, we're, we had it for a, a celebration. From the 13th century, folks. If there, <laughs> if there ever is a time. This is it right Someone here. told me that's like really expensive. Grand Champagne Cognac. Yeah. I mean, this if it's is, actually uh, Louis the Thirteenth, but it's. it's no. You guys know what this thing? This is several thousand dollars. Wow! And you, it's like two hundred bucks for an ounce at a bar. Yeah, it's wild. So it's uh, there. You go. So Luke, where are the glasses at? Who's who went to go get the glasses? You want me to do We're it? gonna have a clip to last for the ages of us cracking open a bottle of Louis the Thirteenth to celebrate Elon Musk firing the executives of Twitter. I'll go. Br- I'll go get the glasses. I'll take it. Luke's <laughs> <laughs> like, Luke's already Luke, gone. Are you all right, bro? <laughs> Luke, you're, uh, Luke, why are you why are you getting sweaty? Give the wide shot. shot. Uh, yeah, can I a second? Give me a second here. We'll do a wide shot of us uh, cheersing with a very very expensive. I don't drink. Yeah, I, I don't drink either. Drink. So, yeah, I don't drink either. But we gotta have a sip. A sip. Yeah. All right. Get the good glasses. What is it? What is, what is this for the thing? Yeah, it's just so I can see it. Otherwise, I can't see it. Otherwise, well, so. who cares? Just pull it up and Tim, it looks did you dumb. See, it looks did dumb. you see the right. meme that I just uh, retweeted? We're, we're we're getting silly with it. I don't care what it looks like. All oh, right, we got cool. glasses already. Ooh, look so at this. To me, yeah, let's keep zooming. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Hey, thanks, Kellen. That's what I was telling you. You can said. move it around. Just thanks, use bro. the little Louis Thirteenth Cognac, four thousand five hundred dollars. Four thousand five hundred wow. for a bottle. So this is the most expensive liquor. I've and then taxes. In my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, by far the most expensive. You mean in my theft? Life. <laughs> <laughs> right. How do you? How do I open it? I mean, first created in yeah, eighteen seventy four. You probably have like a little cork inside there. I'm it was the year that Joe Biden was first elected to the U.S. Senate. <laughs> <laughs> So here's here's the here's the the description. Ooh. First created in 1874, Louis the Thirteenth cognac is an exquisite blend of up to 1,200 grapes, sourced 100% from Grand Champagne and matured slowly inside oak casks. Yeah, cognac. a rare artifact that is the life achievement of generations of cellar masters. Look at this! Wow! wow. wow. Look at this fancy thing. Yeah. So um, is it a watch? I went to uh, <laughs> when I was <laughs> like a watch I, on the inside. The like first time. Watch. I ever had Louis was in was a was a, at Trump Tower, oh, at wow. the Trump Tower well. Bar in Chicago, oh. and they had it up on the top, and so I said I would like to try that. I was with some friends, and I was in Chicago. People I I've known since I was a kid who are good friends of mine. I hadn't seen them in a long time, and I said, guys, we're going to do the best of the best. And when they pour it, they actually have like a little like a little butter knife almost to make sure they don't miss a single drop, and they really measured it out and made sure it was all perfect. We're not doing that tonight. I'm just <laughs> just pouring a little bit, and uh, no, I'll make sure I won't lose that drop. There we go. All Pass right, it on, next? Jack. There you go, Jack. I will. I'll give it a sniff. No, no, just do a little, little tiny little bit. Oof, no, 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 a tiny no, no, bit. No, 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 no. How many all, years, Jack? All for you. Seventeen years. Congratulations. Seventeen years. Thank you. Oh, you don't. You, you've never. Seventeen years. Figurative. Hey, uh, props, man. Props. Okie doke. I'm gonna put it to me now. 
That and by the way, that was strong. That was I mean, what was wow, it? Yeah, stings the well, nostrils. At least, at least get like some water. I got some like yeah, give seltzer me, give me water. Yeah, give we got a che- we yeah. got a cheers. You know? No, I don't want a cheers. I don't want a cheers. Give me something. It's like, like a hundred dollars right here in this glass. I didn't. I, I knew. I, I got it to celebrate. We we did this big crazy run where we bought a bunch of really nice booze. It's for guests, so you know we have people here. But this one was never open. This one was like special, and it's got to be for something important. But I think this this is it. I can still smell it. By the way, yeah, <laughs> like, that's amazing. how strong it is. All right, all right. There Stolat. it is. Stolat. Stolat. To free speech. To free speech. To free speech. Good enough. I'm close ah. enough. There. there we go. Yes. Yeah, there we go. It's good enough. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Down the hatch. You gotta enjoy it. You don't oh. just slam it. I took it. Shot. Had, I only had. A you guys took shots. Took a shot. Oh no, I didn't even have a shot. I had like barely half a shot, just a little bit. That's actually remarkably good. It is. Yeah, good. Good. I don't like. I don't. I don't like drinking at all. I despise alcohol in every way. But um, there's a, there's a reason why this it is so smelled, expensive. It smells spicy. It's good stuff. Like Cheers, spicy. everybody. Uh, to the good days. To the victories. Let's hope that. November 8th is also another day worthy of the Louis the 13th. Yeah. And what appears to be some that spilled. Oh, no. That's on me. I will find an alternative to Venmo because they reinstated their misinformation policy, and then I will pay, pay you with that. <laughs> wow. The, uh, just, I just happened to see this Delicious. one. Delicious. Stephanie Guevara, that was the Twitter, uh, I guess ios engineer it says senior ios engineer at twitter who was who was tweeting at elon and like she all fired? This nasty up. no she locked her account oh that's oh, hilarious man. wait Welcome why is there a the picture internet? of hunter biden on there it's just a tweet from uh, zero hedge uh, how handsome is hunter is, are you you're saying he is hunt, handsome? He, he's a handsome guy handsome guy oh, if you're into to- toothless crackheads wait tim <laughs> do you see the meme i just posted from uh from you just posted it right now or what from mission is great from doug works by doug when did you like? Uh, how, oh. I just retweeted it. Right now, um, like a couple minutes ago, ten minutes ago, ten minutes ago. How do I find a random infeed? Wait, was that it? Nope. That says Tim. That's opened. Just, well, click if you click my account, it'll go to it. That is correct. If I if I go to your Twitter, scroll down, right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Uh, God bless the memers. Nice. You got it. God bless the memers. That's right. I That's came right. on the show the first time, I think it was like three years ago, and I said, it's going to be memes that are going to save this country. No, yeah. that's exactly right. You know, I've made the and harshest... everyone thought I was crazy. They're like, memes? This guy's a joke. What is this guy? And I'm like, trust me. Four, it happen. You know, Four occasionally... Words. Four words. Make Twitter orange again. <laughs> well, I, I have gotten oh, some man. beef with some congressmen. And, you know, they go get the media friends on their side or whatever it is. But I always have the memers on my side. Yeah. And I will go, I'm able to run fearlessly into battle knowing that they have my back. Because the memers, they love this country. Yeah. And quite frankly, they do more good for this country than all of Congress. The first they, are, they are our modern uh, scholars. <laughs> they the, are. The first rule of InfoWar is whichever side has the memers wins. Correct. Amen. Whichever the, no, side. No, no, the meme magic. The meme magic, yes. Yes, yeah. the meme magic. It's evident that Elon's got all the meme wow. magic. Yeah, he's so got me delicious. magic on his side. We'll, stuff, we'll see. We'll see where this goes. I don't know yeah. if he's conjuring any Egyptian chaos gods. Yeah. But well, something. We will go to super chats now right. after our little celebrations. For so. anyone wondering, it's delicious. By the way, it is. Yeah, it's good. It's yeah. Really good. You have to celebrate your victories. Yeah. Absolutely. Hundred yeah. percent. Life is That's short. A huge cultural victory, right there. Life is short. Don't. 
This is more important take, than any election, in my opinion. Take hey, a moment. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. If you have freedom of speech, you can then you have the ability to fight back. Exactly. And you have the ability to hash out and debate, use your memes, whatever it is, to defeat the other side and actually argue your position it, for what's better for the it people. It equals Absolutely. the playing field between yeah. the most powerful people on this world and everyone else. It is the quintessential David versus Goliath story. If Trump right had now. never won in 2016, the censorship never would have existed. It, no, it existed before Trump. Yeah. It existed very and severely and before Trump. And there's dead internet theory. No. They, they were realizing that's they were fascinating, by yeah. the way, dead internet theory. So let's, let's do this. Uh, Super Chats, if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, become a member at timcast.com. Go there, click join us. We're going to have a members-only uncensored show after afterwards, which we, I imagine will be fun and spicy. We're going to be dead naming so many people in there. <laughs> That's right. But for now... We're going to down the bottle. <laughs> for now, we are going to read your super chats. All right. Let's see what we got. Zeno Rabbit says, will crypto go up because of Elon's Twitter deal? It already has. Are, Doge yeah. is up 35%, I heard. Mm, yeah. And um, I hear Ethereum is up. I don't know. Not sure. All right. Let's see what we got here. Not Danny McBride says, I can't wait for the new song next Friday. I'm going to pretend Tim wrote it for me since that is my birthday. Yes, we are releasing the song. Um, it's called Genocide. It's really good, by the way. That's and it's, it's funny because like a bunch of bands have released songs that are called Genocide and they're very like, you know, very serious. But this is actually kind of like a pop rock song. It reminds me of uh, Muse. Does it really? I'm messing oh, with I see what you're saying. I see what you're doing. I'm like, no, I, I, I think it's, it's like pop rock um, with some modern elements, but you know, probably a throwback a little bit. It's, it's a good, good song. But uh, we've got some special guests that are going to be appearing in it. High profile media personalities I won't name, and uh, they might sue us because of it. <laughs> uh, we'll see what happens. We, we, we still have to film it, but we are working with a company, and uh, I, I don't want to say too much. But uh, the song is about. Uh, the song is is basically just about marching in lockstep with the lies of the media that bring us to war and famine and great resets. So I think people will really like it's it's overtly political and the video is going to be overtly political. I'm going to be putting on my best Tucker Carlson for this video. Oh yeah, you're going to want to see it. People are already posting the uh, the wide shot of all of us. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> from the uh, from <laughs> cracking open here. the Louis the yeah, 13th. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad. They're like, that was the, a these morons just cracked open a $5,000 bottle of cognac because Elon bought Twitter. Morons. <laughs> That's right, morons. Geniuses. <laughs> did you retweet it? I want to retweet it. Yeah, I just did, yeah. All right, Just a Stye says, hey, Tim, what do you think about Saudi Arabia breaking ground on the smart megacity? And if you uh, and if you get G. Edward Griffin on, I'll become a member of Timcast. I, th I think the only reason we didn't was because he's old, right? Um, I got to reach out to him. He would be Do great. It. I interviewed him a number of times. He's awesome. Super smart. He wrote The Creature from Jekyll Island. That's right. One of the smartest minds we still have out there. I didn't realize he was still around. Yeah. yeah and oh, he, wow. he interviewed Yuri Bezmenov. A lot of people don't realize wow. that. He was the other guy wow. in that video interviewing oh, no, him. No way. Yes. And he's the one who wrote Creature from Jekyll Island. I Super had no smart clue guy. that was him. Yeah. So he's been around for a while. So Just don't say anything. I'm showing you this yet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'll, yeah. uh, just for those that are listening, I just got a text message from someone responding, and it's just it's it's a good day. The, the texts are flying, folks. The texts, the texts are, are flying. Are flying. Yeah. My my family, my dad just opened his most expensive champagne. 
Somebody says in the chat. I got a text. No, and from if you're out there, if, ha, 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 let, let me just say that, right? That, this celebration, <laughs> if if you're within the sound of our voices right now, uh, celebrate tonight. Whoever you're with, yeah, grab, you, grab your best. Cat, grab <laughs> please guy, do. Grab please do. There's gonna be like tonight is a night of celebration. Tonight is there, a celebratory night. Yeah. So, there's gonna be some woman. She's like sitting on her couch and she's watching. You know, I don't know what. What do they watch? The Watcher or something. And then her husband's gonna run over and go, "Honey," and she's gonna go, "Yeah." And he's gonna pick her up and he's gonna give her this passionate kiss. And she's gonna be like, "What's the occasion?" There's gonna be a Elon baby. just uh, fired uh, vagina. There's, uh, there's gonna be so many <laughs> babies made tonight. You're gonna be making babies all night, folks. The t this is the Timcast baby boom. So it's gonna be. It's you gotta name around, the baby Twitter. Yes, around right. yes, around yes. July, we see a weird spike in all these babies. Right, like what, what could it be? What why why it be? are they all named Twitter? Yeah. All just, right, let's just see, the let's uh, just the uh, the stock TWTR. All right, DJ Codgill says, "Tim, your knowledge on the Civil War is cringe-inducing. Every time you blank, there's nothing, nothing there. Just every time you space. Uh, get Thomas D. Lorenzo, Ryan Dawson, and his brother Scott, or even Razor Fist on to give you the other side of the story." other side the pro-union side is it i don't understand <laughs> is that the point you were making because because i was talking the other day about there were four states north carolina tennessee arkansas and virginia that did not initially secede and then it was only after lincoln called for seventy-five thousand troops to suppress the south that they decided to actually join the confederacy so i guess the other side of that is why the union decided to uh, invade or whatever no i mean that literally i mean i, I don't think i know everything about the civil war i think I, I i read a few academic papers the other day Anyway, we'll read some more. Grofty says, finally, Buck Buck, I had video that was recently fed to me about Tim that was hilarious to watch. The Twitter game really affects some. Was it about my tweets? I love how, like, you know, basically all of my tweets are insane. Right. You know, I said Elon Musk should make a, a new verification, except it just shows that you're a fascist <laughs> it's so and it's fun. red. Yeah. And it's just like, I wonder if these leftists actually follow my tweets and think they're real. And I have to imagine they do. Yeah, oh, no doubt. Yeah. No, you. They, the people have this thing called Google IQ now is kind of what I call it. Google and IQ. it's this idea that, you know, I mean, you look at some of these books that get written on any subject and it's always just sort of like a compilation of the top five Google search hits. And there's no actual research. There's no actual work. There's no primary source research done, interviews, anything like that. And then people will say, oh, well, I can just Google something and therefore I know everything about that subject. And it is it is probably the biggest danger in society today, which is why this Twitter situation is so huge because you've got an ability now, he can actually break the echo chambers. People will be able to see truth for the first time ever. We got a, we got a major fact check here. Alex, you should be ashamed of yourself. <gasps> Dream Cream says the Pokemon movie scene happened the other way. Ash turned to stone. Get out of here and right now. And it was now. the Pokemon right pride. now. Oh, oh God, they're going to be talking about this now. Spit that Louie no, out. No, I, I, <laughs> sorry. Spit it out. And you spilled it. I, I haven't seen that movie in, in many years, but but now it makes sense. You guys are right. Yeah. Um, and now the analogy doesn't work. And it's I'm like the it. only show where you'd get fact check on that. <laughs> on <Damn the> Pokemon <laughs> movie. Yeah, dude. All right. Matthew Hammond says, have you asked why advertising agencies overlap with Democrat voters on Twitter? Anheuser-Busch was acquired by InBev in 2008. In 2014, they moved considerable ad spending from St. Louis firms to New York City firms and set the stage for the centralization of woke advertising. A uh, study was done that mapped cultures and like uh, communities on Twitter. And they found that mar digital marketing and liberal voters was basically the same block. Well, so that's what Dave Portnoy is trying to do now. What, what is that? Well, I mean, it's, it's so Dave Portnoy is doing this whole thing where he's trying to say that, okay, 
I'm I'm more masculine, but I'm also in terms of, you know, sports and drinking, but that's the only kind of masculinity that is allowed and betting, obviously, because that's where he makes his money. But then uh, in terms of a of every single political issue possible, he's as liberal as they come, whether it be abortion, right, whether right. it be sense, any of this stuff. True. Well, Co- with, with all these com- companies going woke, I think barstool it's, conservatism, like, I think it's important that we start. Uh, you saw Alta had two men talking about beauty products recently. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. All of these companies are going woke right now. And there's an awesome company called Public Square, public SQ. Yeah, love public Square. Yes. And they are fighting back like we've never seen before against the woke corporations. It's uh it's basically connecting pro America consumers with pro America businesses. Tens of thousands of pro America companies are on the platform, hundreds of thousands of users. And so I strongly suggest you guys go to publicsq.com. Get involved and fight back. Are we? We are. We are big fans. Are we allowed to talk about what Public Square has planned for their next phrase, or is that not public yet? Secret. Well, you know. Well, it's just. Well, 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 they're they're kind of like they're kind of like a directory right now, but they have plans. It's public. Public Square is businesses that have this pledge where they support American values. It's amazing. You open up them. Open up the app. You look at the map, and you can find businesses near you that agree with American values, like the Constitution, for instance. And then you can choose to give them your money. Let's read more. We got Kalishnikov. He says, "Tim, can we please hear you say Roe v. Wade, John Fetterman style? Roe v. Wade. <laughs> <laughs> Roe v. Wade. I support Roe v. Wade. Because the weird thing was that he kept saying it the exact same way every time. Right. Yeah. Oz rule." Azrul. Let's see what we got here in the old super chats. Waffle Sensei says, when Elon fires everyone and employees start screaming and crying, he should simply lay a hand on their shoulder, look them straight in the eye with a loving smile and say, learn to do real work. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you, but there was a thing that Zero Hedge tweeted, and I wasn't sure if it was a true quote or not, where he was talking about remote work. And he said, Twitter employees are free to, to work from home as much as they want, just not from Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not Twitter. I was like, was that a real quote? I mean, I, I choose to believe that's real. As, 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 Steve, as Steve Bannon likes to say, too, too good to check. This is yeah, good. This is good. Kylo Wolf says, Elon Musk should bring Trump back to Twitter so long as his first post is a video reading off the name of every employee Musk's cutting from Twitter, followed by, you're fired. Or how about <laughs> Elon bring Trump in to go up to the people you're firing and go, you're fired. I just, I, I mean, and then, no, 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 amazing. but then also charge pay-per-view for it and you'd instantly make <laughs> Twitter profitable there you go. overnight. Who needs advertising? Through, through Rumble, by the way. In other news, Twitter generates $736 billion in one night after Elon <laughs> yeah, exactly. Musk. Maybe Jim. All right, Legamathagayan says, Fetterman said he supports and doesn't support fracking literally in the same breath. In the future, the sympathetic media and orthodox leftists will parrot whichever position is most advantageous in the moment, and anyone who points out the flip-flop will be an other. Have you guys watched uh, Kill All Others from uh, on, on Amazon yet? No, it's no, no, You need to watch it, Jack. Amazon Prime. I know we all, you know, Amazon sucks, but Electric Dreams is the show. Okay. It's an anthology series, and I think the last episode is called Kill All Others, and you need to watch it. You, it is a must, hmm. must, must watch People who've, who've listened to this show and watched it know exactly what I'm talking about. People who didn't, you don't understand. You have to watch. You have to. Yeah, people in the chat, like said earlier, there's like a prediction of the future. It was, it's prophetic, but it's also a great commentary. The gist of it is this regular old factory worker guy bumbles about, comes home, turns on the political, inter- political interview with the, the mainstream candidate, 
And they're like, so what are you hoping to do? And the woman's like, well, you look, I want to I want to uh, bolster education. I want to get inflation on track. I want to kill all others, of course. And I want to make sure the working class in this country know that I'm here for them. And then he goes, what did she just say? <laughs> and then he's like, he plays it. And then he's like, he's like, honey, listen to this. The, the, the interviewer is going to get the candidate. And then the interviewer goes, now that's controversial. Education? I mean, a lot of people. <laughs> and so basically what happens is there's another scene where he sees a woman screaming and running and people are chasing after her, beating the crap out of her. And he's like, she's another. because she's an other. And, yeah. he, and then they were like, why are you defending her? Are you an other? And he's like, no, I just stop attack. And then it escalates from there. And you can imagine what the episode yeah, is yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good. I was, my mind was blown when I watched it. I was like, damn. Because it's like, no, but Tim, that's so confusing because there's nothing like that going on in the real world. You saw, you saw Susan Sarandon, right? <laughs> yeah, When exactly. she was basically like, Democrats are bad. And it was like, she, she made this post where it was like, well, censor- I'm sure in her mind, she didn't think it was Democrats. No, of course. Yeah. But it's not Republicans. It said when like they're censoring speech and getting violent, that's when you know things are getting bad or something. And it's like, that's that's clearly Democrats. Like if you're raiding the political opposition, locking right, yeah. them up, taking yep. them off of the public square. Um, you know, that's clear that you're smearing them throughout the internet, etc. I just got a text from one of our fallen heroes, the great Carpe Dunctum. Yes. And uh, I just want to say that he will be back on Twitter. How does he know? He will be back and he'll be back better than ever before. But he said he's got my back because I was talking about. But is he, is he saying he intends <laughs> to fully, fully utilize Twitter or has he been oh. given a promise or? Oh, no. He said he's got my back. But I'm telling you right now, Carpe is going to be back and he's going to be back with vengeance. And the memes are going to be phenomenal. He actually texted me as well. And he, he just sent me a picture of Vijaya's um, Twitter bio. And he highlighted the part where she said legal t- policy and trust lead at Twitter. And then he wrote permanent suspension for misinformation. <laughs> <laughs> Carpe, Carpe is the man. We need him back desperately. Of course. And uh, come back soon, Carpe. Actually, All a right. lot of people. No, wait. A lot of people are tweeting that about Vijaya now. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's see what we got here. What is this one? Crooked Smile says, any chance we could get Ian to dress and act like Seamus for an episode on Cast Castle to lure Seamus <laughs> out of hiding? He just abandoned us, you know? We also got Alex. I'm getting all these texts from these fallen heroes. Alex, the Lord, ALX, ALX. the Lord. Uh, he said he's going to be back soon, too. Throw him up for ALX. We will rise. But, but hold on. So, 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 a lot of people are putting an orange in their Twitter bios now. Are they just saying, like, I boy, I hope I'm on Twitter? No, I'm not seeing anything like Right, right, right. Let's see. You text it. What did he send me? Uh, no, you just text. Alex so it's the people Lord saying like, like I'd Vajaya. like to be. I'd like to be on the platform. Many people are tweeting need, the orange emoji right now, like the, the orange, orange fruit. Yes, what exactly. Are, yeah. Trump. What I'm saying is, we need some confirmation that the move's going to happen. Agreed. We need him back. Hurry up, Elad. All right, John R says on the Joe Rogan podcast, Vijaya pronounced her name Vidja. Vidja. Hmm. Good. So I, I apologize cool. for mispronouncing your name, Vidja. No, it's not, that's not as fun as to say. All right, here we go. Here Vijaya we go. is more fun. Liberty Bell says, Jack, get Mastriano to send teams to Pitt, Philly, and A-Town. Hispanic and black families are conservative. Show them what Shapiro will do with education and his crime-enabling policies. PA is key to mid-class, energy, and Northeast. I mean, Josh Shapiro just wants to be president. He doesn't care about how many Pennsylvanians have to die between him and the White House. And that's really all it comes down to. Everyone started posting oranges in the chat. Amen. Bring him back. Throw him up, go. folks. Throw him up. Throw him up. Eeyore says, hey, Tim, saw your morning segment about Twitter. 
I'm glad the majority of them are being fired. I believe everyone should endure hard labor in life. Maybe they'll learn to have thicker skin with calluses on their hands. Do you guys see that day in the life of a Twitter employee video that went viral? Yes. Yeah. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. I just, yeah. just obviously. These are the people who are like, you're being really mean and we need to ban you. Uh, Elon, you got to fire them. You really do. Or make them go work in like the boiler room. Tonight. I mean, what the, do they even do? Tonight, the streets run orange. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Let's uh, let's grab some good uh, super chats. By orange, I mean Donald Trump, the 45th president of the United States, by the way. Hey, you guys, can't, you guys can't see the chat, but there's literally oranges like the entire way down. Yeah, the it's throw them up. Orange Lord. <laughs> orange Lord. Lord. Orange man. Good. <laughs> orange man. Good. There once was a man who went around the country warning us of censorship, warning us of illegals, warning us of rapists coming across the border. And the people hated him. And so they threw him away. But some say one day, El Naranya may return. <laughs> All right. Nick Williams says, I think Musk pushed off the purchase until after the global recession because most of the leftists' funding sources are now tied up in trading down. Hmm. I'm not sure I understand. I guess because Twitter and era, uh, Facebook and, and Amazon, I, I think that's a little too on the money. I don't know if he could have timed that. Let's grab another super chat. We got a bunch here. There, uh, Let's see. What do we got? Oh, there's a lot of people saying to drink the Louis. We did. We did. Mm -hmm. uh, Alitza right now says James O'Keefe and Carpe Donctum can return. We are hoping that. And I assume it will be the case. But I, I think you may be right. We need some kind of mass amnesty. General I think, amnesty. I think the first thing they can do immediately is anybody Order. who was verified yeah. is instantly reinstated. And then after that, anybody who was uh, like I, I, I think verified probably should be the threshold but it's like anybody banned under the criteria of political speech like right. a hate speech right. rule yeah. yeah anyone banned for a legal activity and flagged i don't care if they stay banned or if it was misinformation right. if it was one of these things um or by the way why not also some sort of appeals process for hey you know i was banned under these weird multiple accounts rules kind of things because it, as much as I want James O'Keefe and ALX and Carpe and all these great people back, imagine the people out there with 50 followers, 100%. with 25 followers, 100 followers that plugged away every day, that retweeted stuff, that used the promo code. What about them? Yeah. Somebody actually has to make sure that those people come back. You and know, so that's why I say general amnesty. After January 6th, hundreds of thousands of the people you're just talking about right now. Yeah, they, they were all removed yeah. and they don't have an access to the town square. They can't have a conversation. They can't. That's so wrong. And so uh, you're exactly right with what you just said there. Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, Tim, that was a nice moment. Always move forward. And uh, we'll have clips of that. You know, the little image of us cheersing the uh, the Louis the 13th. It's already going viral. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah let me pull up sure. my uh, Yeah, people are people screenshotted it and it's already kind of like a thing. Let me, uh, you, you retweeted it? Yeah. I'll retweet it. Let me, let me pull it up. And we should drink orange juice. We yeah. should drink orange juice. I'll drink <laughs> orange juice. Yeah. I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pasobic serves Kool-Aid on TimCast. <laughs> All right. I'm tweeting real quick. Spiked with oranges. There's Thank no angle. Any good really ones, Surge, in there that you, you see? Super Chats that you want to address and bring up right now? Uh, cheers, Tim and crew. I'm raising my glass with you guys. Delete yes. all my social media accounts except for this, but I will be signing up on Twitter now. Rad, signing dude. up on Twitter. I, I also yeah. just got a Also Twitter, become a so member you know. at TimCast.com. 
Mm-hmm. We're going to have that members only show. That's a huge point. A lot of people are going to flood into Twitter now. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to huge I'm gonna invest no. in that platform more than any other platform right now. Wow. Right. Well, it, yeah. so uh, are, are we able to talk about the rumors or should we, are we not? I don't know about what Elon may do. Did we already talk about those or what's going on? Well, I know, I know he's talked about general amnesty. I know he's talked no, about I'm, bringing I mean, Trump back. No, I'm talking about like with other companies. Uh, the Rumble stuff. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. You said it. So what's the deal? Yeah, I mean, the deal, the rumor is either a straight up integration slash partnership or possibly if he looks at the numbers and if he feels like doing it, maybe even a wholesale acquisition. That's been mm. the big rumor. I mean, Rumble's, if, Rumble's if, been Rumble. crushing it. They have 78 million daily active users on yeah, there. Yeah, it's, it's huge. In, it's insane. Oh, we, we have a couple hundred thousand subs on, on, on this channel and my other channel. Yeah, and then, Rumble uh, every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually get a decent amount of views. It's a great um, leadership. Team we get way more there. on YouTube. Uh, Recky out of law is killing it yeah, on, on, on Rumble. Rumble. Yeah, that's true. And Bannon War Room. Killing War Room, insane. obviously, yeah. If 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 Jack does a deal, I'm, I'm sorry, if Elon does a deal with uh, Jack Dorsey, if Elon does a deal with Rumble, then all of a sudden, people who have built these Twitter followings now have a video platform alongside it with potential for monetization. It's going yep. to instantly make something substantially it's, more valuable. It's the only platform that doesn't actually provide monetization to its most most engaged and uh, uh, highest mm-hmm. follower count users. True. It's just it, every single other one has this. True. Yep. I mean, they've, they've tried the super follow, right? Where where you're like p- basically paying to endorse some, yeah, but, yeah, but they, nobody they, does They it. will try everything other than actually just directly yeah. uh, supporting people. It's super follows. They tried this ridiculous communities tab that nobody likes, right. spaces, which is definitely Fire the not- bloat killed periscope by the way yeah. and that's, yeah, that that's for me so stupid you need Dumb. if you bring in rumble you have to sit down and take that original periscope code mm-hmm. put that because i believe twitter still owns that yeah. so take that code give it to rumble integrate rumble with a way for I, for me to just be able to go all i want to do is go live on twitter yep. yeah that's all we wanted to ever do yeah we used to get millions yeah. of no views live at all on anymore? these things there's no. there was a live but it's it's terrible hard. right it's hard. You could Vine. even be. You could be they, they on yeah. TikTok. Full yeah. Wi-Fi, and it looks like potato. It's just yeah. total potato level. I can't believe that Vine. Seamus would like that. Vine made yeah, made celebrities. Right. Vine was huge, rest and Twitter was like, man, eh, shut it down. Yeah, I was messy. Yeah. Vine. I no, they killed Vine. Periscope because it was like me and Cernovich were the ones that were getting the most views on it. Mm. Well, maybe uh, with Elon, they'll uh, learn their lesson, man. A lot of people are saying Laura Loomer over and over again. Uh, I really do look forward Bring to seeing back. Laura, uh, Laura back, back on. And um, maybe maybe there's something she can do. She can like, when, when she gets invited to Twitter, she'll be wearing a, a handcuff on one wrist as she's shaking the hands of the people. <laughs> but then like, she'll yeah. be the one escorting people out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to the channel, share the show with your friends. Become a member at TimCast.com because we're going to have a members-only uncensored show, and there's a lot more to say. We've got a couple other stories we want to talk about, so we will have that over at TimCast.com for you. You can follow us at TimCast.IRL. You can follow me at TimCast. Alex, do you want to shout anything out? Uh, follow me at, at Alex Bruzowitz. Uh, na- my name's spelled in the caption. Uh, and get out to vote. Flood the polls. Watch the polls. We need to make sure that we have a red wave on November 8th because we have a country to save, my friends. Elon played his part. You do yours on, on November 8th. Uh, yeah, Jack Posobiec, host of Human Events Daily, Real America's Voice, also on the podcast side. 25 minutes a day, our motto, our oath, our solemn vow, be good, be brief, be gone. To everybody, 25 minutes or less. Libby Emmons has been co-hosting some episodes this oh, week, cool. so a lot of, a lot of, right uh, a lot of fun there, more conversational. 
And I'm going to be in Pennsylvania for the next couple of days um, campaigning with Doug Mastriano. I'm going to be at the Trump rally with Dr. Oz and Mastriano here in Latrobe. Cool. And then I uh, will be headed to Phoenix for the election. But remember, folks, we have 12 days, 12 days left to save the republic. And so I know there's going to be a lot of sleepless nights out there. But if you're having trouble sleeping in the night, anxious about Elon Musk taking over Twitter and potentially losing your job, Vijaya, it's simple. Promo code POSO at MyPillow.com is still available to you, Vijaya. I know it's going to be rough tonight. You're going to need a quality pillow to sleep on. Uh, my YouTube channel is youtube.com forward slash we are change. I did a very interesting video today about Elon Musk, Vladimir Putin, and his new world order comments. It's a very interesting video. I'm very proud of it. And you can watch it right now on youtube.com forward slash we are change. See you there. And now that Twitter is South African named, everyone can see this is kind of a big view right now. Now that it's South African owned, I will be getting a Twitter. I have a Twitter. It's, it's at, African owned. Yeah, it's South African owned. South African owned. Uh, it is Surge with support an African E. Support African American businesses. Yeah, support African American businesses. Thanks, guys. You can Good really one. see in the wide chat how messy this room is. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, we need some we're going to get a better one, guys. It'll, it'll happen. We, well, like we're building I, the new space. And right we, got, we, we got a big a bunch of stuff. We're filming the music video for the new song this weekend. Yeah. It's, uh, some of it's already being produced with CGI. And then we're also filming the car contest. So it's going be really really fun so head over to timcast.com become a member thanks for hanging out everybody and we'll see y'all there cheers hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.